Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 15th of June, 2022. This is The Gap, episode 618. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gurus here. Job, it's uh, pretend E3 week. Pretend E3 week. E3 is no longer around, at it's least gone. this year. Yeah. Um, and it is uh, officially, I, I don't know, they call it Summer Games Fest, but I don't like that term, because it's not summer everywhere. True. It's a false, uh, false summer. Here's something. I know I used to care about this, but mm. I don't give a shit anymore. I don't give a shit. Oh, oh. Is it always shirts off Sunday for Job? That's it, baby. Look at how I'm dressed. Look at how I'm dressed. Because, <laughs> uh, like, uh, I don't know, summer, fucking winter, fucking, they're all, they're all made up. All words are made up, Luke. Yeah. Everything's made up. Soon in the metaverse, it won't matter. That's exactly <laughs> it. Once <laughs> we're all absorbed into Mark Zuckerberg's infinite nightmare, none of this is going to matter anyway. So it seems like we're fucking rearranging the plates on the titanic aren't we um mm. yeah no uh yeah I, I prefer a pun on fake e3 like if it was like i don't know faux e3 but better than that because that's not a pun at all it's just two words instead and something instead of fake that's not better but like mm. yeah i prefer it if it was that but summer game first whatever that's what they want to go with I'm fine with it. They're still saying everything's yeah. fucking holidays. And yeah, I get we've got the same holidays, mostly. But like, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I do care about, Luke? What's that? We're not going to speed run this episode, are we? We might. Oh, oh, we've got a place to be, do we? Huh? <laughs> you got fucking more magic bed, show tickets. Time. Huh? Unbelievable. <laughs> this guy. This guy. Um, how was it? The Penn and Teller, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, we uh, had good seats. We were like four rows back, yeah. right? Like dead center in the middle. Nice. Um, yeah, it was a good night. They, it was, it felt very, uh, intimate was, would be the word that I would describe it as. Cause you were um, sitting four fucking rows away from them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but even like the actual, so that they played, played, showed entertained i don't know what the word is tricked um they tricked they tricked the opera house and so the um the actual for, for people that haven't maybe haven't been in the opera house there is it's not one room mm. um there are multiple rooms in the opera house and so the room that we're in was sort of split into two elevations and uh it just felt um a lot closer sort of tighten it than what their their vegas show is because oh, you yeah. haven't done that one have you no, so, i haven't um their their vegas show is a lot wider um it's all on oh actually i don't remember maybe there is multiple levels but uh when i went and saw them i was on at least the ground floor and it was quite deep and and wide the actual ground floor so this felt a bit closer and that sort of thing so yeah very different style of show so you're in the um, orchestra pit right was I? I have no idea. Yeah. Okay, sure. I mean, I was I was sat about four seats right of where you were sitting, so uh, and I was yeah. in the orchestra pit, so not at the same time on a different night, but yes, no, the night before. Uh, um, I believe that. I, I don't know if I don't know if necessarily that's where the orchestra sits, but I, I mm. think that's what they call that seating area. Sure, I think it's just the name for it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, but yeah, it was good. They uh, they did some. Uh, some classic stuff, some stuff I've seen before, hmm. and some new, newer things as well, which was 
um, which is really cool. Yeah, I heard you can't follow simple directions. With what? With tearing up a card or a bunch of cards. Um, yeah, no, but that's because that's the probability, that one. The probability. The probability. Hmm. I don't know. Isn't it one of those ones? Isn't, isn't it like, so they, they, they get you to do, like they give you four cards and they're supposed to be all different um, before you go into the show. Uh, they don't give them to you personally. They're just sort of in a box and they're like, everyone take four different cards. Um, and then they do, they get you to tear them up and they've got patter telling you, you know, the, the order in which you're supposed to tear them up and shuffle them and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, isn't it one of those, what do they call it? The math trick. Yeah. They got like a name for it, like a mathematical force or something where, like yeah. no matter what you do, inevitably you'll wind up with the same, supposed to wind up with the same cards. Uh, and if you don't, then you didn't follow the instructions correctly. I don't know. Uh, did you? Did they roast you or did they roast someone else in the audience for failing to get the... No, because it's, it's based off of probability, depending on where, like how many cards you throw away. Um, and depending on where you put the card that the person next to goes to, you're going to have a, a set um, part of the audience that won't get it. That's how it works. It's a maths. So did they roast you or not? No. No? Did they roast anyone in the crowd? Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of people that I'd say like, it's maybe like 25% of the audience. You're not listening to me. In our show, right, when they found yeah. someone who got it wrong, they fucking yeah. went in on them. It was quite funny. They were like, wow, you are an idiot and you'll never find love. And it's because yeah, you can't follow. Part of the, that's part of the show, Joe. This that's is, what I'm saying. It's I mass- fucking asked you six fucking times if this happened and you said no. No, no. you said if they roasted me. Yeah, and then I asked if they roasted anyone, and you said they roasted fucking twenty five percent of the crowd, but that clearly wasn't the correct answer. That was an answer to something fucking different, obviously. Uh, yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. Anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway, it was a good show, and uh, yeah, you can't follow simple directions. You were one of the idiots because it's maths; it's probability. Yep. Yep. Your probability yep. You couldn't even follow my simple directions when I was asking you to fucking tell me what happened. Like I'm starting no, to think me maybe they, they were correct. I said no. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm Go just back, saying. rewind the tape. I'm rewind saying. the tape. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh before we start talking about video games, and I know there are a lot of video games to talk about. I got a new toy and I want to talk about it. I got an Anova Precision Oven. Um they went on sale. And uh, this thing is fucking... A Lenovo? No. Yeah, no. Uh, Yeah, Novo. Uh, No, and Anova, uh, which is the same brand as my... I've got a sous vide wand, and I've sous vide a lot of stuff over the years. Um, But this is uh, a complete oven system. And it's got four kinds of heat, which if you remember 30 Rock is the fucking... Is the dream... Right, because that had okay. three kinds of heat. Uh, my my electric blanket has six six settings. Six settings. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I don't go any higher than three. Otherwise, I fucking wake up in a ball of sweat. Right. I don't have an electric blanket on. 
Like, <laughs> otherwise, I'll wake up in a ball of sweat. I am the electric blanket. Um, okay. But yeah, this thing's fucking crazy. It's like got a pressurized, in, uh, like, I guess you'd call it a cabin. If it was a plane, that doesn't make any sense. Like the fucking internal part of the oven. So when you close it, it's sort of like seals. Uh, it's got, uh, it cooks with steam, convection, uh, fan force and heat. Yes. Uh, huh? Gas? No gas, no. Oh. It's the fifth kind. That's the dream. One day we'll get there. Yep. Um, but yeah, fucking cooks with all these kinds. You can hold it at a specific temperature for as long as you like. So you can set it to, I set it to 63 degrees and held it there for cooking a chicken for dinner, a whole chicken. And technically the safe temperature of chicken is 74 Celsius. Uh, but if you hold it at 63 for an hour and a half, I held it there for two two hours. Uh, if you hold it there for an hour and a half, um, it pasteurizes the meat and it's safe to eat at any temperature but it's way juicier at 63 it's fucking amazing man it was crazy shit cooked that took it out jacked the heat up to 250 degrees celsius and then chucked the chicken back in and it fucking like it used the like it it's humidity controlled inside of it so it's got the pressure seal and humidity control and sort of like eliminates the humidity so it dries out so what's happening when like uh like the oven's going at 250 degrees in your regular oven is like your uh chicken is sort of releasing moisture right and that's filling the oven and increasing the humidity within but this thing is getting rid of that shit and so it just means there's like a crispier texture to the skin because it's there's no no sog going on. Where is it putting it all? It sort of escapes out of into vents, the atmosphere. Into the atmosphere, You're polluting the ozone. It's fucking steam, mate. It's chicken steam. It's not just any steam. It's the best kind of steam. You capture steam. it. Use it to run your car. That's exactly it. Oh, a steam engine, a chicken steam engine. So I can go to I don't know, chicken Harry Potter, uh, chicken Hogwarts. Oh, fucking damn it. Chicken hort, chicken warts. Mm. Anyway, chook warts. That's way better. Yep. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's fucking amazing. It took fucking way longer than it should have to arrive, but uh, I'm fucking stoked. I can't wait to try some more shit. It's huge. I had to, like, my microwave is now in my garage. Right. Don't, don't need it anymore. It's gone. It's done. And so too is my air fryer gone. Uh, I left this what if you need to cook popcorn? Cook it in the fucking cook it in this thing. Okay. Why not? How are you cooking? Like in the bag or whatever, right? Yeah, bag popcorn. Bag. Po- I don't. I don't really do that. How, how else do you make popcorn? There's like a billion fucking ways to make hot popcorn. We usually do it on the stove top. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. To get the prop the proper way going. If I can take you forty minutes a movie be. Nearly nearly done by then, depending on what film you're watching. And like every single fucking popped corn has that fucking flavor on it, as opposed to your one, where depending on which fucking end of the bag you open, you either get no get flavor or you get fucking all the flavor. It's like no, you get the good, the good a bags. bag of shapes or some shit. Mate, oh, you know, there's no fucking good 
bag popcorn. Okay. It Have you tried exist. these garlic shapes? Garlic shape? No, I haven't. Yeah, no, I would, fucking. I would like you to should know try more. them. <laughs> I would like um, to know more. I think it's garlic and cheese shapes. It's uh, yeah, they're very good. You should try them. Garlic and cheese. I'm in. Um. Anyway, oh, did you um did you watch Jurassic Park yet? Were you going? Is that what you were saying on the weekend? No, nah, we were talking about killing some time there, but we yeah, didn't wind up oh, going. Okay. I can't bring myself to. It's gonna be shit. I do have these dying. Yeah, I mean, you cards. didn't see the others at the cinema, so you may as well just continue the trend. Right, right. Maybe I'll do a big marathon, all three of them, back to back to back. Or, oh. or just ruin or my not. entire fucking weekend. <laughs> you could watch something good uh, yeah I don't know you can't rain all the time right mm. uh, yeah so you did watch it and highly recommend it huh no it was garbage complete garbage what did you I would not recommend it to anyone would you give it on uh, I think a one one and a, half. one and a half you fucking loved it mate you fucking loved it <laughs> I think it's the lowest score that I've given the last three Jurassic Park films. It has to be. Yeah. It's, I think one for me is reserved for like utter... Purge like, election like, year, apparently. Yeah. Shit like that. But it's, it scored the same thing, the same score as Assassin's Creed. Warcraft, yeah. however, one star. You... I I did not like... I, I liked Warcraft more than I like Assassin's Creed. High Rise, half a star. Even though you fucking... You love that shit. You love it. What order if I is loved it. it why is it half a star? I don't know. Because you're weird. Yeah. You're weird. Um, yeah, no. Complete garbage. Absolute garbage. I hated it. Um, We're all going world. to the world's fair. One star. Oh, one and a half mm. for the bubble. This is good. You gave Moonfall two? You're fucking high, cunt. You're cooked, mate. You're cooked. Unbelievable. Morbius got one and a half from you. Jurassic World and Morbius are exactly as good as one another. And after yep. Yang. Well, shit. Yep. Eh? Yep. Well, shit. Um, yeah. I, I, I think I was saying this to you on the weekend. Mm. I am very glad that Colin... Trev Trevor Trevor mm. I can't remember his name. Mm. Dodged that Star Wars bullet because I don't know. I think he's like <laughs> he's done like one good film that I've seen, mm. and the rest of them are all like uh they're getting progressively worse. And um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I'm gl- uh, I'm sort of glad that he got off that project because it could have been a fucking disaster. Yeah, that's- more than what it was. Like, he must just, he must just smash when they, I only know about how this shit works from Entourage, from like two episodes of Entourage that I watched or like Get Shorty, but like he must have just, he must eat like nobody else. He must be the fucking Michael Jordan eating at a restaurant, right? Because if that's how they do all these fucking meetings where they get these gigs, right? Mm -hmm. How he keeps getting gigs despite the fucking performance of his films. He must just like, they must just be like, fuck man, that dude is putting away that fucking cob salad. I, yeah. I, we got to give him the fucking job. Nobody who eats like that can't get the job. That's crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah. But like even um like I don't know. The first Jurassic World film, I thought it was like it was fine. Like I was like uh like fine. I think it's fine now compared to the other two that I've seen. Um but it wasn't like Jurassic Park was at three where it was like, oh, okay, this is pretty, <laughs> this is not very good either. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, now there's down, now there's, now Jurassic Park is in that territory of there's way more worse Jurassic Parks than there are good ones. Uh, oh, here we go. Shit. You gave Jurassic World the first. Yeah. Two and a half stars. Yeah. That's, that's an average for me. Jurassic World two, two stars. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Because the start of that movie is pretty good. It's the end of the movie or, or the rest of it that's like, what the fuck? Like, especially when you get the, the end where it's like fucking dinosaurs with lasers and shit like that. and Dinosaurs with clone lasers. Clone girls and you're like, what the fuck is going on? I gave Jurassic World one and a half and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom half a star. <laughs> I am concerned. Yeah, well, I've seen many more bad films than you. Ah. Um, well, so that, stuff gets shifted up. At least you've rated them on Letterboxd anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's let's get to some games because uh, we've been yapping for like 25 minutes. All right. Um, uh, let's, let's start off the list here. Dead by Daylight. You talked about it last week, the new update that came out. Um, mm. I have now played a little bit of it. Mm. The new killer, The Dredge. Um, is this amalgamation of like body parts that's been stitched together? Mm. Um, and its ability is to uh, teleport to lockers around the map, and it can pop out and uh, I guess man- maneuver around quite quickly. On top of that, it's also able to sort of like phase um, while it's doing this teleport, and, and it'll it'll basically disappear. Um, and you have the ability to then phase back to where you were or you can go to a, a, a locker. And so um, you can use it to sort of trick other survivors that you're um, going after them. Uh, and then on top of that, once he, it's, once it builds up a bunch of this meter, it ends up uh, turning into like a nightfall situation and um, the survivors become highlighted and i believe you become um uh sort of like the the heartbeat radius that the killers have goes uh like undetectable for you yeah that's what happens yeah um and so they don't they don't know you're nearby um anyway i so i had a a couple of games with him i think it's i think it's it's quite weak in terms of um what it can do uh it's got some strong maneuverability but it's quite weak around like loops and that sort of thing um so you can pretty much uh run it around quite a lot the other thing that we're talking about last week is that one of the counters to this killer is you can lock the lockers by like jamming it Mm. with a piece of metal or something as a survivor and that causes you to as the killer um once you teleport into one of these lockers it takes you a little bit extra time to actually get out of them um and and i think you were saying last week like it it doesn't seem to be worth it because by the time you do it um you know there's so many lockers you can do but i think my counterpoint was that 
there are three other survivors on the yeah. map and so if everyone does like to start the map yeah that's when it becomes a bit annoying um and yeah that's kind of what i found if if each survivor does one or two at the start of the match um all of a sudden there's you know eight eight of them are locked in the span of a couple of seconds and then that can become quite annoying so um yeah i'm curious to see how they handle that in the next update because they're they're sort of planning approach behavior is is to um at this point do like a mid-chapter update go back and balance the um uh the, some of the changes that they've made and i think that we're going to see some buffs yep. on this killer going forward because it, it does seem a bit weak at this point um so uh, yeah i wonder if they're going to address the, that locker maybe make it longer for a survivor to actually lock those lockers or right. make it quicker for the killer to actually break them because yep. you can only break them most lockers are generally together like there's a, a cluster of yeah, them yeah, generally two or three together, and if you're yeah. trying to break them it can take quite a bit of time to do you know especially if someone's done all of them there yeah um so it wastes a bit of time so i wonder if they either buff the time it sorry it takes the survivor longer to actually lock them or if it's a shorter cooldown for breaking the lockers on the um on the killer or if it's more like a some sort of radius where if they hit it it sort of shatters all of them around or something like that i haven't really thought about it too much but uh i think he does it i think it does need a buff i don't know what it is but it's probably need it um yeah true so yeah anyway it's got some cool mechanics so in terms of how it plays which which is interesting yeah in terms um, of playing the way that i like to play killers you know spooking yeah. the shit out of people uh he works but yeah in terms of yeah i didn't see a like i don't go for 4ks but i think i said it last week i would have struggled to get 4ks with him anyway mm. yeah yeah he's quite slow in terms of his yeah it's uh sort of snowballing ability it seems like yeah, yeah. um anyway but yeah, yeah like I, 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 to- I don't know if you toyed around with this but you can deliberately trigger the nightfall thing did you like by teleporting did you do this at all yeah so every time you teleport yeah. you build up a um the meter uh, it's like 25 percent or something like same that with like hits and stuff but you can sort of deliberately do it uh so that you know you like because the first couple of games i did it i just sort of triggered nightfall and was like what the fuck is going on hey i'm i can see all these motherfuckers uh yep. but then afterwards after i worked out what was going on i sort of was able to fucking do it on cue at a time mm. that was advantageous for me because a lot of the time, well, the first couple of times I played, uh, I was triggering it while I was hitting him. And so the absent heartbeat didn't really add much. But yeah, if you can do it when they're sort of alone and then you can see them and you don't make any noise and they can barely fucking see, uh, yeah, you can really spook the fuck out of them yeah and you can sort of tie that to one of the add-ons allows you to every time you open up a locker if somebody is within a any locker radius of eight meters you can Mm. see them it outlines them and so you can open a locker see if anyone's nearby and then like teleport to that locker and start chasing them gives you a bit of um bit of information information game yeah um yeah anyway so i I played a couple of games of that Uh, yeah it's fine Uh, but I, i do think it'll get some sort of buff at some stage because it seems a little bit weak at this point yeah um yeah anyway that's Did you uh play survivor against him did i play survivor no yeah. i i 
I switched <laughs> killer after that. Yeah. After a couple of rounds, I was like, I'm gonna have some fun with some of the others. Um, so no, I didn't play, didn't play any survival. Can they jam lockers with everyone else, or what do you mean? Like, if it's a different killer, can they jam the lockers? Oh no, no. I haven't it's played just, survivor that... in like so fucking long. But yeah, like... yeah, it's just specific to that character. So as soon as you see you're able to jam a locker, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. not really part of it anymore. It used to be that you'd try to work, like you'd spend the first couple of minutes trying to work out what fucking killer you're up against, but it doesn't really happen anymore, does it? Um, a couple of them are. there. I mean, there's some like the, I don't know her name, the, the chick from the ring where like, oh, there's a TV there or if you're running around and you see um, the pig from Saw, yep. you see the traps lying around and you know like, uh, you know, maybe I'll <laughs> be wary of that. Yeah. Um, or if you go up against Freddy Krueger, the um, you get the this uh, the sort of screen sort of changes color. So there are some tells for some of them. Yeah. Um, and then others you just kind of don't really know until you find it, which is sort of good because if you're going up on the gates like a trap or something. Yeah. Um, sometimes it kind of just surprises you at some point. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, those those particular uh, uh, I don't know options to lock a locker um, is only for that hero, for that that killer at this point in time. Maybe yeah. they'll introduce it for something else in the future, but it's just that one. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, there you go. Um, I think that game is on sale at the moment as well, uh, or you can just play it on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because on game, yeah, it's sixty percent off on Steam at the moment because they're going through a sale, and uh, also there's like an ultimate edition which comes with a bunch of Survivor and Killer packs. But it looks like you sixty percent off to yeah a bunch of other. Actually, it looks like a bunch of the chapters are also fifty percent off. Looks like most of them are fifty percent off at this point. Like two bucks, you can get them two bucks, or um, some of the bigger packs are five bucks. Um, but yeah, there you go. I, I highly recommend it. It's a fun game. Hmm. Um, next up, we got some Steam Next Fest demos. These, uh, I guess, are tied to Fake E3. Yep. Um, you've been playing a couple of these? Yeah, I played a couple. I thought I'd go through them. Um, I haven't played too many, but uh, yeah, got some in. Um, one, well, like the first one I played was called Bash the Party. Uh, and yeah, interesting game. Um, like the premise was way more interesting than than the game itself wound up being, but like the pitch was sort of like I don't know, super hot. Uh, meets like John Wick or type thing, you know. Like uh, you're in a club, you got a gun, you do badass shit, like cyberpunk, whatnot. Like yeah, it's got like super hot visuals and wick-esque shooting uh, as it yep. describes it um but <laughs> uh in practice nah oh nah um yeah just i i just did not enjoy it at all um it's sort of i don't know like to call it a fucking an asset flip um, sort of like implies that there are assets that have been flipped. It feels a bit intellectually dishonest. It's 
It's instead sort of just a bunch of paper dolls running around shooting. Sure. And uh, yeah, I don't know. The the gunplay didn't feel good. The You're constantly taking damage, but it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, the writing is, I, I mean, they're very obviously uh, English second language and I don't want to fucking dump on them too, too hard, but like, even outside of that, it just—it's just to call it cliches. Uh, selling it short a little bit. You go into well, some purple dudes walk into your your office and threaten you, so you smash one with a baseball bat, and then you go to the club to find out who's selling drugs, and it's the mayor or some shit, and he's the mayor of the purple dudes, and it's like, wow. This is the lowest amount of effort I've ever seen anyone put in to justify their shooting. Um, it's almost impressive. I'm almost impressed by how little effort has been put in. But yeah. Anyway, um, definitely not worth your time, <laughs> I think. But the demo is there if you want to see it for yourself. All it will cost you is time and I guess a little bit of hard drive space. Um, but yeah. So that was Bash the Party. Next one I played was Toilet Chronicles, uh, which this one reminded me of like, uh, I know you played it. Um, fucking Don't Shit Your Pants. Remember Don't Shit Your Pants? You put the, the the silence is worrying me. There was this flash game, and you had to not shit your pants. Do you not? Did you never play this? Sure, you played that. We I don't think so. I'm certain you must have. Anyway, oh, I think I've just opened it now. Nice. It was this crazy game where you basically just had to not shit your pants, and uh, it was one of those games where the the trick, the entertainment comes from finding all of the failure states. And that's yeah. the same thing with Toilet Chronicles, but it's a little bit like it's glowed up. It's uh it's like the next gen version, the next evolution of the don't shit your pants game. It's set in the toilet, um, and you have to work out how to escape this bathroom. You're at a party, you gotta escape this bathroom, but while you're doing things, the world is sort of like sort of, I don't know, uh, conspiring against you uh, in, in loads of different ways. The door disappears or like things keep changing and all this kind of stuff. Like, yeah, it's, um, it's pretty entertaining in the same way that Don't Shoot Your Pants was entertaining. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's worth a squeeze. Um, it's pretty short. But yeah, you can get through, you can hunt down all the achievos, mm -hmm. which is, yeah, kind of worth doing. Uh, only thing is when you start over, it can be a little bit annoying to have to do the first bunch of stuff over and over again. There's like some tedious rigmarole that I think they could streamline a bit. Uh, it'd do, yeah, do a lot better if they did. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so it's coming out in a month. It'll be on your radar then. It'll be on 
Oh, yeah, 15 July, four weeks. Nice. It's on my wish list at the very least. Um, yeah, worth checking out. Next one was Anger Foot. Uh, this is a Devolver game that I hadn't heard of. Um, but basically it's like Hotline Miami uh, in first person. Like it's got this fucking fucking soundtrack going uh, while you like run from room to room um, just fucking murdering punks. And it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, it's like, it, it plays really well. It's It's got like some weird mechanics and stuff. You can drink energy drinks to make the beat go faster and you can drink beers to make it slow down and um, which is pretty odd. Uh, Does that make the game slow down as well or is it just the beat? It seems to make the... Yeah, it seems to like alter the speed of the game. Um, you can like the foot part is like you do everything with your foot. There's this part where you're sitting with, I assume, your your girlfriend, uh, and yeah, you're like eating popcorn with your foot, and drinking wine using your feet, like like monkey feet, uh, and yeah. Um, your upgrades come via shoes and you complete like challenges. You got to like kill people by kicking doors into them 50 times or something. Um, and that'll unlock you some like the shoes where every time you kick open a door, the door explodes on impact with, with anything it hits. Um, or like complete three levels in 50, uh, 45 seconds, I think it is. And that allows you to like charge up your kicks and stuff like that. And yeah, it just has a, a really good like idea of what kind of game it wants to be. Like you yeah. kick the doors into people and they fucking splatter behind the fucking, uh, like behind the wall and like against the wall or whatever. And yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, well, when you die, they fucking like twerk on you. Like the enemies, any any enemies in the room will like run up and just fucking twerk on you. It's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely worth checking out. Definitely worth a punt if you've got uh, Steam and a computer. Uh, I presume you do, but I don't know. Um, yeah, give it a squeeze. You guys got phones? Yeah, I'll got phones. <laughs> Um, I've unlocked the fucking, the one where when you kick doors, everything behind it explodes and fuck me, man. It's like actually nearly too, too dangerous. You like, there are, sometimes you'll walk up to a, like a toilet and you'll kick this door and it'll explode and it'll take you out. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, I really enjoyed it. I've, I, that was like one of my favorites, I think. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then we got Metal Hellsinger. Uh, this is a demo. Uh, f I don't know what they're called. Outsider Games, I think it is. Uh, but basically, it's a 
first person shooter played to a beat uh the outsiders yeah um and yeah essentially uh you want to like fire in time with the beat of the the soundtrack of the game mm-hmm. and it's like metal music um i don't really go in for like screamo music and i don't know if this is screamo or not i'm fucking showing my age here uh, oh, I don't know what kind of music this is, but like I'm watching the trailer and it's it's got the is it Surge from System of a Down? Yeah, I, I don't think he shows up in the demo. Um, oh, okay, but yeah, uh, it's it's that like sort of singing where like the words are incomprehensible because they're just sort of like roaring all of them. So maybe not screamo, but like. I always thought that was screaming. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like it doesn't really matter. You sort of like laser in on trying to fucking get the beat and fire on the beat. And uh, sometimes like the beat will change. Like when you enter a new room, the beat will change. And that sort of throws you a bit until you find the beat again. And that's fucking cool. And uh, yeah, I was saying this on Twitter. Like, um, I don't like I don't like Kill Chamber uh, games. Right, like they have to do something more than the basic kill chamber. Otherwise, I tire of them really quickly. Like they just don't have it. Uh, yeah, and that was the problem that I had with Doom twenty sixteen. Really, was that yeah, it was just okay. Well, at some point, you've sort of seen everything the game has to to show you. Right, like it's it's not doing anything different. Um, and that's, I feel like that's kind of devastating for, um, like maintaining interest, right? Uh, and so yeah, that was kind of uh, the problem I had with Doom twenty sixteen, and they changed it up in Doom Eternal by like really folding in the requirement to manage your resources. Uh, and change and like adding in all the different ways that you go about managing that shit, plus the added mobility and all that kind of stuff. This one has a good sense of mobility already. Doesn't have the largest rooms. I would say they're closer to Doom 2016 size than Doom Eternal. Uh, but what it does. Sorry, of of what I've seen, yes. Um, but yeah, uh, but like the the beat and because the because the beat changes with a new song and the songs change when you enter a new kill chamber, like that actually really works or it works for me anyway. And yeah, it's got like, I don't know, it's very, even if I don't like the music uh, necessarily, I actually like it when nobody's singing. <laughs> but, uh, right. uh, and the, vo- the, the vocal track doesn't kick in until you hit like 16 times multiplier. Um, so you have to play well to hear the vocal track, but at the same time, if you are playing well, you will hear the vocal track and, uh, you do more damage when you're on the beat and stuff like that. So it is in your best interests, but yeah, I prefer, well, of the songs I've heard. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, it's very fucking cool. It's very, very 
uh, fun to play. And there's a leaderboard, and I got fucking boomed on it. I, I think I'm in third place, but um, I'm not really going to go back and chase the, the leaderboard uh, all that hard. It's uh, it's very fun, though. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. I highly recommend Metal Hell Singer. It's called. Uh, yeah. Worth checking out. Nice. Um, yeah, I think that this this game was shown off at um, at one of the conferences recently. Like, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I can't remember which one. Um, no, there's been seven fucking billion of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the uh, the first one, <laughs> the first one that happened. The first um, one. Easy. I don't know. Was it the Summer Games Fest one? Must have been. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, any other games you got for that list? There was one, but I didn't write it down, and I didn't fuck it, and I deleted it. And so, oh, here it is. Raw, raw Britta. Um, sounds pretty interesting. Uh, to be honest, but uh, like, it, like the fucking elevator pitch got me. Uh, you are a or you were a landed lord uh, and uh, your brother like fucking backstabbed you and uh, left you in the wilderness to die. And now you have to become basically Robin Hood. Um, But it's a survival game. But the problem is it's... I don't know if it's really, really early days or if it's just empty by design, but it feels super empty. And there's this this fairly tedious gameplay loop of like the sort of like a systemless fucking survival game. Like you have to eat and drink and um and like manage that kind of stuff, and you scavenge for stones and fucking sticks so you can make a fucking bow and an axe or whatever uh like classic survival game shit but uh yeah i don't know i the way i tend to do this shit um is like if it doesn't grab me within half an hour i'm not i'm not gonna fucking put more time into it it doesn't like if you can't grab me inside half an hour then what's the point of the demo really i like there are so many fucking demos um yeah so eh, eh. what was that one called raw britta uh it just feels really empty and almost like a budget uh mount and blade but with more tedium um okay. it's a really interesting idea it's just the execution just isn't there for me yeah yeah fair enough um all right cool yep <sighs> anyway <laughs> that's all i've got is that fair it enough. fucking six um, fucking things oh, oh, oh. anyway Yes. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, people can actually still jump on there and check out uh, demos if they want. Yeah, so that's a good thing. These should all still be up through the weekend. Yep. Through to, yeah, next Monday or probably next Tuesday our time, really. 
um, like Australian time. So yeah, you got a bit of time to check these out and some of them have been around for a while so they might actually stay around as well. So don't worry too much if you're listening to this late. Uh, just have a punt, see if they're there. Otherwise, uh, highly recommend if you enjoy metal music, um, yeah, checking uh, Hellsinger out and maybe wish listing it so you can track it when it does hit. But and, and Angerfoot, I really liked Angerfoot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool. Good stuff. Let's keep going here. We've got up next Defend the Bits TD Tower Defense. Um, this is a game that's coming out or should be out by the time people hear this um, and it'll be in early access it is a, an Australian made game from Playside North um, their brand new studio up in Queensland uh, and it is the first title from them it is a, a tower defense game um, oh, yeah. where you're controlling a uh, we're not even controlling anything you're sort of putting down uh, different towers while these blocks bounce around in a, in a set path and uh, just like any other tower defense game you are trying to stop uh, the enemies from getting to the edge and uh, killing your lives and uh, this game in particular has a really neat art, art style it's very Minecraft-esque I would call it sure. um, or even like Crossy Road um, yeah sort of looks like that very blocky mm. um and the way that uh, it's sort of presented is is uh, it actually looks pretty cool, um, and so I've played about five or six hours. No, what's it say here? About four hours um, of it so far. Uh, a couple of levels unlocked a bunch of different uh, towers that you can get in the game. Um, each tower has a different way of that it behaves, and so you start off with like a collection of them. And it starts, you know, pretty basic stuff like um, uh, ones that shoot uh, arrows using his bow. Um, the next one is like a melee attack with an axe. There is one that does a uh, like an AOE radius splash damage um, attack with a cannon. There is the slow tower, which is like a pig. Um, there is a ninja, which does close range damage, but it hits really fast. Um, and the list kind of keeps going on and on. And as you do a uh a level um sometimes you'll have these um pieces that drop in the game and you'll collect those pieces or those those items and use those items to unlock other towers in the game that behave behave differently um to the ones you've already got and there's also keys that drop as well at the same time and those keys are used to upgrade the existing towers that you've got or the ones that you've unlocked so that it gives them uh, a slight upgrade. It could be something basic as like the tower shoots quicker or um, they cost less to upgrade or whenever you sell them, you get more money back. Um, there's like three different levels of, of upgrades that you can do for each tower. Um, and there's also like a quest system that's running as well. So it's trying to get you to um, complete a series of tasks in the background while you're playing um, on top of finishing levels. Uh, and trying to get the most stars out about it. It feels very um, very much like a mobile game, and, and the original game, I believe, was uh, on mobile, and I, I don't know if this one will be at some stage, right. um, but it definitely feels like a, a mobile game, um, but I'm playing it on Steam. Yep. Um, it plays pretty well. Um, I wouldn't say it's too... like. There's, it's definitely challenging. It's got some... Uh, 
you know, it's kind of like broken up into waves and each wave throws different enemies at you. Uh, and at least the levels that I've been playing have been 60 waves. Um, and uh, whenever you lose lives, that sort of eats into how many stars you get. And so there's like a leaderboard system. You can compare how well you've done compared to a global audience or your friends. And then so you can sort of look at that and go back and replay it and collect more of those upgrades or just try and um, see if you can best your score that you've already sort of gotten in the game or try and beat your friends. So there's a bit of replayability there. Um, they's, from what I've read, there's like over 100 quests in the game. There's like 15 different environments, um, a bunch of different levels. And yeah, it. I mean, I've played a bunch of tower defense games before. I think the one that sort of sticks out to me is either a Bloons or... Yeah. Um, what was that other one we used to play a bunch of on the phone? I think I played on the phone. It was like a... Uh, it was on our game of the year list at one stage. Um trying to look through my list i have so many fucking games on my <laughs> steam list i'll never find it yeah anyway um give me some more details i feel like uh, I, I feel like i'm right there i just can't fucking- yeah yeah well, they eventually got it where you, that you actually had heroes in there yeah, you yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, place yeah. them along a path um oh, i can picture best tower defense games let's have a look what we got kingdom rush yeah kingdom rush is good um, obviously, uh, Orcs Must Day- Die is another one, or, which is like a first-person hmm. tower defense game. Um, Plants vs. Zombies is on this list. Dungeon Defenders. Like, there's a bunch of them on there, yeah. um, which I usually have a good time with. But yeah, I mean, this one seems all right. I, I really dig the art style. That's the one thing that really stands out about it that I was like, oh, I'll give this a try because um, the animations look really cool and just the, the way that it's sort of presented. Like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, this kind of looks like the other um australian uh game that was out the flappy not flappy bird crossy road um it's got yeah it's just got a similar sort of yeah art style to it and so anyway that one is called have you checked it out yet or not this point no i haven't no um no. but i'm keen to uh i don't know how hectic it gets like later on how much more difficult like there are there are enemies that are immune to certain things and so you got to try to like plan out your where you put stuff and um yeah there is there is definitely like some strategy there but i, I yeah. don't know how intense it gets later on but from what i've played so far it's, it's it's pretty fun um there's like a fast forward button so you can just leave it on fast forward while nice. the waves go through yep. which is really neat um that's always a good thing you'd like to see in your tower defense games rather than just sitting there waiting for things to slowly track along it just goes it uh in hyper speed which is great uh, so anyway, that's called Defend the Bits TD. It's on Steam. Um, it'll be in early access by the time people hear this, and you'll be able to check it out. It's not too expensive. I think it's less than twenty bucks yeah. um, uh, Australian, and it's uh, yeah, it's something to keep an eye out for. Support maybe an Australian uh, local game. So there you go. Defend cool. the Bits. Awesome. Yep. Nice. What else we got here? Dark Pictures, Little Hope. Mm. It's a game that I talked about, um, man, a couple of years back. Couldn't play it. Didn't work. Didn't work. <laughs> it's the second game in the Dark Pictures anthology. Anthology? Yeah, it's an anthology. It's more than, I think it's more than three announced. Um, 
basically this is a uh, choose your own adventure style horror game series that has been put out um, by the creators of a couple of games we played uh, until dawn is the first one which ended up on our game of the or at least I think it ended up on my game of the list at one point uh, Supermassive Games also put out another game similar to Until Dawn which was also um, a choose your own adventure style game but it was on you used, used like your mobile phone um, to do it it's called Hidden Agenda Job and I I think did we play that one together or was there another game after that we played together was it The Impatient uh no i think we played hidden agenda not impatient okay yeah yeah i think we played hidden agenda together um and then they basically came out with impatient after that or the impatient and have been doing these um uh dark pictures anthology games for a couple of years sort of back to back so man of medan little hope and then house of ashes man of medan man of medan and recently, The Quarry is the one people have been talking about. That's been published by 2K Games. Um, it's been received really well. It's doing pretty well in terms of, um, uh, like, sales, I think. Like, it seemed to do pretty well, from what I can gather. It was a high up in their own Twitch. Yep. And that sort of stuff, so that's good. Um, but anyway, so I went uh, I went back to try and play this because it was the first round. It, uh, it was broken as fuck on the PlayStation 5. Mm. Um, it being a PlayStation 4 game didn't transition very well across to the new consoles and occasionally it would just crash and whenever the game crashed it would corrupt the save game and you'd have to start again awful which was bonkers yeah so um that up that happened i think twice while i was playing it the first time uh both at different periods and i looked it up on reddit and it was like yeah shit's broken basically and other people saying it crashed it similar spots to mine other people were like it crashed like four hours in and you know all this sort of stuff and every sort of year that i checked in (laughs) and the prop people were still complaining about the same thing um so i looked uh we, we tried it one more time and the good thing was somebody figured out a not a solution but a uh nice little workaround to at least save yourself some time if something happened what they were doing was every like half an hour they would exit out of the game and back up the cloud file to sorry back up the save file to the cloud storage in uh, playstation and then uh if something were to go wrong you would download your cloud save back onto your console to at least have some sort of file to work with um so we were doing that like every half an hour yeah, and uh, luckily it didn't crash at all for us. We made it through the entire thing without any problems. But at least, if people want to check that out and, and try and uh, test their luck, they can do that. Um, anyway, the basic premise of Little Hope is uh, this: uh, it's set in the town of Little Hope, and it's been struck by this tragedy many years ago. And you're playing a series of characters in the game um, that. Uh, that are stuck in this weird town as strange things are happening around them and you're trying to discover sort of what has gone on in this town and what is uh, haunting you. And as you make decisions, the story changes um, and evolves depending on certain things that you do in the game. 
and uh, certain choices that you make with either interacting with the world or interacting with other characters. Um, people can die along the way and that will affect the way the story unfolds. And the idea is that once you get to the end, um, you'll have a story that's unfolded in a certain way and is potentially different to somebody else. And you'll have your own sort of choose-your-own-adventure five-hour um, horror movie night experience. Um, and with the potential of actually going back and replaying it a couple of other times and seeing if other things unfold in the second playthrough. Um, it's got some cool things in the game in terms of like movie nights and things like that, uh, which allows you to play with multiple people. It's sort of like a pass the controller situation uh, because there are a number of characters in the game um, you can select that you want to be this person and then whenever that person comes up on the screen and has choices to make you pass the controller over to them and so I played this game with my wife mm. uh, two of us played the entire thing from start to finish five hours and um, yeah had a lot of fun with it uh, it's not I think one of the main con complaints that I had with the first game in this series that they put out Man of Medan um was the uh, quick time events. They oh, yeah. had yeah. a real problem with that game in terms of... Uh, it, it's, it's very hard to give someone a controller and say, here's some button prompts, and you've got to press those button prompts in quite fast a quite fast period of time and for the person playing not to really have an understanding of what buttons they need to press because they don't really play like video games on a controller um and so when it quickly flashes up and press triangle they don't really know where they should be pushing what button yep, they should yeah, be pushing yeah um and so they've done a little bit better a, a job in little hope um there's still some stuff that they could do in terms of accessibility that i think would be better um there's a there's there is a ton of accessibility options in there things like uh rather than mashing buttons you can turn it off so that's just a one click button um i think there's uh fail states for quick time events and stuff you sort of trigger yep. but um the the main sort of complaint that i have and it's in relation to like the press x in a like a second and a half or press triangle in a second and a half um the way that the game presents that could be done a bit better um by making it very obvious when it pops up on the screen in terms of its positional placement on the on the actual screen and i actually fell for this a couple of times they try and be like hey it's the x button and they'll put the actual prompt down the bottom of the screen yeah or like if it's the square button it'll be more towards the left but i had occasions where especially when you're pressing like seven or eight buttons in a row where like a button would be towards like the bottom left of the screen and you think it's going to be x but it ends up being the square button or the other way around where you're like oh this is going to be the square button it ends up being the x and so i got into, i was getting there was one point where i was very cocky and i was like oh it shows you that the button is about to come up on the screen and you look at it and you go oh okay that's going to be x yeah and then the actual button prop comes up and I'm already pressing square, but it's actually X or something like that, or vice versa. Yeah. And so they're, they're nearly there in Little Hope. Like they've got a little bit more ways to go. Um, and so whenever that popped up on the screen, rather than 
my partner sort of like looking at her controller and being like all right well where is circle and then looking back up in screen and like pressing it that sort of thing like it's taking too much time and so we, we just got to a point where i would just say like down or left and she would just press the corresponding button in, in terms of that um because it, it just it's just too sort of difficult at that point there's um, like a readability at play right like yeah well yeah it, it comes back to the accessibility thing yeah whereas like but like even beyond accessibility it's like readability right like it's yeah. that next level it's that like that's like accessibility i think is like allowing anyone to play but like mm. fucking with your instincts is is next level shit right yeah like, yeah and i think it would have been better if it was like the correct positional mm. like it, the x is on the bottom but sometimes it would be slightly to the left and you're like all right well is it gonna be x or is it gonna be the mm. square button so that kind of screwed with us a little bit yeah um uh the other thing that screwed a little bit with me there was a moment where you have to um there's like an aiming section and you have to move the right analog stick up to a certain point and then press the trigger button to have some sort of event happen whether it's like someone throwing something or someone hitting something with a baseball bat and there was like one instance where i hadn't because we were doing past the controller mm. i hadn't done that section before and it popped up and i immediately for whatever was like oh shit and so i pressed the i, I pressed the left analog stick button to go uh, up there and like yeah. nothing happened it didn't move yeah. and by the time i started pressing the right one like it was too late i'd already lost like a split second and so like even that like i don't i don't really understand why why doesn't it work on both why not like why does it specifically have to be the right analog stick why can't it just be yeah whichever one it doesn't really matter at that point yeah. um it's a bit so odd. that was a bit weird yeah uh but otherwise like in terms of the way it sort of plays and, and everything else they've done a, i think a better job than they did with man and Medan. um the story i, I think is interesting I, I don't think it pays off at, at the end it does it, it goes in some places where uh i don't really think i, I don't know like i, I th it was a bit cliche sort of uh, okay this is where we're going fair enough um uh, i wish it was sort of a little bit smarter in terms of what it was doing so uh but the journey throughout that was interesting and trying to figure out like what was going on and and all that sort of stuff was neat um yeah i don't know like, i i enjoyed my time with it um like i said it's a it's a really cool sort of um invite some friends over experience and just pass the controller because it is a five hour experience you've kind of got to start a little bit early if you want to have it as a movie night yeah. like don't start this thing at eight eight o'clock at night because yeah. that'll be a problem unless you can come back later on and and kick it off um the other thing that it does which is really interesting and I'll, I'll be curious to hear about your thoughts when we talk about one of their other games later on but mm. and i don't know if this is a fair thing to do but when you're controlling and maybe it's part of the fun of a movie night right is when you're controlling characters sometimes you can fail things in the game and will cause another character to to die yeah um and so i don't know how um fair that is oh why not in terms of 
like if you literally had five people around for a movie night and and somebody else got your character killed maybe potentially because they just don't play a lot of video games or or if you like you invited four other people around that don't play games i feel like that would be a frustrating experience for someone else where they can no longer play because someone else screwed up and it's not their fault do you know what i mean um yeah and so i wonder if that's a thing that they've they've addressed later on but it was something definitely in in little hope that i thought was a little weird um like we were playing as only two of us and so you know we had multiple characters that we were controlling yeah but i I wonder how much of a problem that is when you're Mm. you know five five people five characters one person dies because someone else made a mistake and all of a sudden you can't play anymore um yeah anyway yeah that's that's little hope it's um it's an older dark pictures anthology they've released one more after this which i'll probably get around to quite soon to play um and then there is another one after that they've got coming out uh which i think will be i mean it's scheduled for this year but we'll see (laughs) we'll see when that one comes out what's that i thought the anthology was only a three three piece feed no that they've been um they they've been uh spruiking this one it must, is must uh, it's called The Devil in Me, and right. it's got a very another famous actress in it, uh, Jesse Buckley, who um, who's in a bunch of stuff. She's in tons and tons of things. Name one. Um, she was in the latest season of Fargo as one of the main characters. Name twenty more. Um, there was, I think, one of the games, one of the movies you maybe rattled off recent <laughs> recently, where she was in one of those. Um, Jesse yeah, Buckley. Probably... Let's see. No, no idea. The uh, Lost Daughter. Did you watch that? Oh, fucking, I don't know, 15 minutes of it. What Chernobyl? a fucking, what a terrible fucking movie. I hated that movie. Shit. Yeah, I like Chernobyl. That was pretty good. She was in Chernobyl. Yeah. I don't remember her. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there you go. Cool. That's, that's that one. Nice. Well, yeah. I hated Man of Medan. Hated it. I just thought the acting and the story and everything was so bad. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess I'll be... Uh, I didn't really talk about the cast here. The main the main lead is... Is it Will Porter? Oh, yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> is that his name? I, uh, I don't have it up anymore. That is um, the dude who looks like he's always constipated. Always take a like mid taking a shit. <laughs> uh, potentially, yeah. Will Polder. Um, he was in, or he's going to be in the uh, new Guardians film. Uh, he was in Midsummer. We're the Millers. I'm just looking at his credits here. Yeah. Um, the Maze Runner. The toilet, Revenant. Where he's doing the shit. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's there you the go. Guy. It's totally him. And he'll start? Yeah. Fucking He's in Dope Sick. Captain Constipation. I called it 100%. Um, yeah. Anyway. What of him? Is he the main character? Yeah. Oh, he's one of the main characters. One of the main characters. Yeah, right. It's got those big eyebrows. Anyway. Cool. Mm. cool. Um, Hell yeah. that loose. You snuck that in. I snuck it you in. You fuck. <laughs> I waited till he wasn't looking. I fucking put it in there. 
Uh, no, nah, just uh, me and fucking me and Doctor E3 Money were playing a game as a Recon Squad on Purple Heart Lane, everyone's least favorite map, and uh, oh, we had this fucking. We just we were on some fucking some shit. We did this giant fucking super wide flank. We fought our way through their fucking their second objective, but our team had failed to capture the middle objective. Fought our way through the second objective, took down their fucking Gary, fucking set up some AP mines to fuck them when they tried to put a new one up. The whole bit. We're just fucking working our way through and we work our way back to the middle middle point and uh, Purple Heart Lane is a, uh, a very flat map and it's got these big rivers and uh, one of the things I learned this weekend actually is that if you fucking, if you just fucking sack up and drive into the river and you hit the other side of the river at the right angle, you should be able to get back your head back above water before you drown to death. You should be able to. Um, so uh, we're taking full advantage of that. You can't run it uh, and there's no swimming. So, But that is the way to get across it. And it's uh, yeah, it's pretty good. We, I, I, oh, fucking, I did it when we were playing on Carrington. We had to go across the river. Had a full transport truck and uh, everyone, everyone, including Johnny Bravo, jumped out as soon as I drove it into the river thinking I was like pranking them and then I just drove up the other bank and they all drowned to death um but yeah anyway so that was pretty funny uh we lost that point and we lost that map really fast uh, as a result but anyway purple art lane very flat and so it's very difficult to like to get a lot, to make a lot of ground uh it's very easy to spot people for a long way away and uh so me and drew had to exhibit like fucking phenomenal trigger discipline just the fucking the greatest trigger discipline because if we fired while we were in behind them they'd turn around and we'd be fucked um but we made it all the way onto the like i managed to put an op down uh and that's a that's a like squad spawn put it down in this fucking like crater and uh, Drew was like snapping them. They were like trying to rush this this ope. Uh, and Drew was like fucking clapping them. And uh, as soon as he did that, I fucking, I belted straight for the, where we figured their Gary had to be, their garrison, which is the team spawn. Got on it, took it down, fucking took down a couple of opes, uh, stood on a fucking AP mine, dead. Did it again. Went back in. We fucking, the two of us single-handedly captured this fucking middle point and just, and so we finished fucking capping this fucking middle point. These fucking bananas are up in our fucking, in the text chat. And they're like, what the fuck is Recon doing? What the fuck is Recon doing? We're getting fucking ruined by artillery. I'm like, we just capped the fucking point for you? Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? We were on our way. Well, we were on our way to capture the next fucking point. But, uh, yeah, they're like, oh, just, you fucking doing nothing. Just stupid shit. Unbelievable. <laughs> but it is, it does sort of remind you, right? It's one of those things where, like, in that case, because we say it all the time, right? We were like, that was all us, right? 
Mm. Uh, our, that was all our squad. Our squad did everything there, right? The only reason we did anything, we won, is because our squad. Or the only reason we achieved anything, our team achieved anything, is because our squad. And we say that all the time. And it's half a joke and half legit because, like, we do actually get shit done. Uh, and I've talked about it before. Whichever point we are on, if we're attacking, we will capture. And if we're defending, uh, we will hold it forever. And so we tend to gravitate towards defending the middle point because uh, like that's a total victory state. Like if you hold the middle point at the end of the game after the hour and a half timer of the map ends, then you like your team will win, right? So we tend to gravitate towards that, but obviously attacking is a lot more fun and sometimes we'll just go do it. But what you notice is that even if there's just fucking four of us and 46 of our teammates sitting back defending the point, 46 people will still somehow manage to lose the point behind us while we're fucking on the next point, actively catch capturing it. But it's like... It's a question of perspective, right? This fucking doofus who wanted us to go fucking kill Artie, he wasn't like aware that we were single-handedly capturing the fucking middle point and we were actively capturing the next point when he asked this dumb shit question. He was just he was just aware that he kept fucking exploding, right? And like we've been playing a bit of tanks, driving in tanks. When we've got it like a three stack and uh, it's a map that we don't love, we'll jump in a tank. And it kind of works, right? Like it's a it's a decent way to have fun on like normally we probably would have done a tank on Purple Heart Lane, right? Like you can see forever and stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the difference between what you think a tank can see and what you like what the tank can actually see is is massive and the difference between the impact you feel you can have as a tank from different positions is also massive like there are a number of times when I've been playing we've been playing hell at least and we're like what the fuck are our tanks doing like fucking sitting all the way back wherever right and then once you're in a tank, and you find out that the fucking the commander can see like they've got like a fucking 10 by scope or some shit. So they can see literally 600 meters away, right? And if they're coordinating with the gunner, then they don't need to be able to see fucking like the gunner can only see maybe, I don't know, 400 meters, if that. Uh, but they don't need to be able to see because the commander can see everything. So they just ping somewhere on the map. And the fucking the gunner just adjusts and fires into the whatever. And then usually what's happening is I'm I'm in the driver's seat. I'm just sitting with the tab open, like the score. And then it'll just if they get killed by the tank, they explode to death. They're instantly killed, and it just our personal score ticks up one. And I'm like, ah, oh, that was a kill. Next. And like we just do it that way, right? And suddenly, like you're fucking 600 meters behind the fucking the front line and you're I don't know we, we were we've been like averaging fucking 20 kills per death in the fucking tanks and like that's not that many considering you're a fucking tank but 
it's still a lot, and you do get the feeling like your the impact you're having is is far larger than simply throwing it away. At the same time, we did have I've got a fucking I've got a clip where we were playing on Stalingrad. We got in a fucking tiger, and uh, we had twenty four kills. <laughs> Our team was about to fucking about to lose, uh, and so we just drove the tank onto the fucking onto the point that we needed to cap. We just drove it straight in and we're just like shooting close to the point. And we couldn't get the fucking Gary for the life of us. But we like in the two minute span picked up another fucking 24 fucking kills. Uh, And our team, despite the fact that they couldn't spawn without dying to an explosion immediately. And they couldn't really do much about our tank because they kept dying to the same explosions. Our team also wasn't able to fucking get on the point and actually capture it. Which is disappointing. We were capping ourselves, but yeah, they just couldn't fucking make the make the run. But it's one of those things, right? Like now that you think about it as a concept of perspective, you're like, oh, well, you know, maybe they had some other shit going on. Maybe, you know, they had their own fucking challenges, right? We were in a giant fucking metal, a tiger tank. Like we were essentially invincible. Uh, so yeah, we had our shit. They had their shit. I don't know. Just interesting to me. Main point there being that me and Drew solo capped center point on Purple Heart Lane with a fucking sniper rifle, with one of us on a fucking bolty sniper rifle. It was ridiculous and mm. fantastic. But yeah, anyway. Cool. Yeah. Yep. All right. There you go. That is uh, Hell Let Loose. Hell Let still, Loose. Still doing it. Still doing it. Yeah, boy. All right. The last game we got here is a quarry. It is uh, like we're talking about the the latest game from Supermassive. Yes, choose your own adventure style horror game. You've been playing. Or you I've been playing. Played. Uh, hey, played, finished, or no? Or I haven't still finished playing. It. Haven't okay. finished it. Um, no, it's, we're like three chapters. We've done three chapters so far, uh, and the prologue. Um, and I think there's ten. Yeah, I think this one's a bit beefier than um, yeah, than those other games. It's more like Until Dawn. Yeah, cool. Even the uh, the not the premise, but the I would say the um, maybe the tone or the feel of it. Like it's a bunch of kids again on like a yeah. weird, creepy um, in a creepy area. Like it sort of feels more aligned with Until Dawn than those other uh, those other games. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's yeah, it's. It's more like a teen slasher flick than the yeah the anthology ones. Yep. Um, but yeah, so this focuses on a bunch of bunch of kids who are the like supervisors at a summer camp, um, and it's a summer camp at, at somewhere called Hackett's Quarry, um, and yeah, it basically. They uh they get stuck at the quarry on like on the last day of camp after the kids have all gone home they get stuck at the quarry and uh, yeah they have to live through the night through something spooky um it's a bit of a slow start to be honest the pro like it's got it, it's a problem because it like sort of double tutorializes it's got like the prologue and that sort of takes you through the basics. It's also got tutorials, 
like actual tutorial videos and they're done in this like fucking uh uh like twilight or well, the voiceover is twilight zone but the video is one of those like hanawar bearer fucking the more you know video type things um it's so it's got those it's got the tutorial takes you through everything it's got those two uh the actual tutorial videos and then after the prologue it sort of starts you again and introduces you to all the actual characters of the game mm-hmm. uh, and it sort of like goes from the beginning again and so it sort of just kills the momentum right like it had momentum and then it sort of yeah goes back to the start again and so yeah it's a bit of a slog at the start it takes a while to fucking ramp up and then it does ramp up uh it, it like it definitely does it just fuck you got to power through some stuff which is a shame right because that's not how i remember until dawn really working um until dawn sort of did have the introductory feeling out period and then it was into the shit um, and that's not, not the case here, but it does. I mean, Until Dawn definitely had the tutorial section at the start where you were playing as different characters. Yeah, but it don't, didn't then start over and do it all again. That's mm. the problem that the quarry has for me, right? Like it's, yeah, it's just double tutorializing plus actual tutorial videos. It's just odd to me. Um, and, and yeah, it kills the fucking momentum. The other thing that kills the momentum is the fucking, oh, you walk so slow. It is painful, man. And there's a number of sections where you are walking around. And it's it's sort of it sort of clashes with the style of game because it's it's telling you that what you need to be doing is finding these clues and this evidence and these tarot cards to have like to craft the widest path to victory, right? To really create a situation where you and your fucking uh, your cohorts can actually make it through to the end without dying. But yeah. you move so fucking slow that if you don't just fucking beeline, yeah, everything takes like triple the amount of time. And if you happen to fucking like double back on an area you feel like such adults because you just yeah it's it's way too slow it's fucking it's ridiculous how slow what it about is. the fast walk does that it, do no it's not noticeably any like it's it's barely faster like not enough you need to fucking run through these areas but they just sort of like and something's wrong with the motion cap because like it, they've done. Like the faces look fucking awesome. They look fantastic. They look exactly like the actors they're supposed to be. Uh, although I don't recognize too many of the actors. I, I recognize the kid from Pokemon Detective, Pikachu Detective, or whatever the fuck it is, Detective Pikachu. That kid's in it. Uh, I recognize okay. Lance Henriksen. Uh, I recognize you cannot kill David Arquette, yeah. and um. Ted Raimi and that's it that's all I, I recognize I don't really recognize any of the other people as he rattles off six people that well there's a lot of people uh, <laughs> right but like 
Yeah, you do like you absolutely recognize them though. Is is the point I'm making? Like the facial capture is fucking fantastic. The body capture, not so much. So many people walk like that chick in Elaine's work, who doesn't move her arms, right? right. Like it's fuck. Like we. So I've been playing with her wife, and uh, yeah, we we like it's a fucking nonstop burn notice. Like we're just roasting everyone constantly. Because uh, it it just looks goofy, uh, and it that's kind of skewering the tone a little bit. But now that the pace, like now that we're through that part, now that we're through the double tutorializing and the fucking ramping up, and we're into the fucking action, that's no longer as big a problem, right? And I just want to get people. I just want to set expectations, right? Mm. Uh, in in that. Yeah, it's a really slow start and you're going to have to fucking get through it. Um, and yeah, be aware that you walk really fucking slow for some fucking reason. And yeah. No the, movie night for this one. Yeah, this this Multiple not, movie night. Not, yeah, it's exactly. A, Easy. Like a fucking- Movie weekend. A, a movie long weekend, maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, it takes some, takes some doing. Um, but yeah, that said- Right, that's just the start, and once it gets in, once it go- gets going, it's fucking, it, it's going. Like there's yeah. there's a good amount of fucking mystery to it. Um, the I, I, it's easy to pick the characters that you do and do not like. Um, I I think so. One of the things you were talking about before was that that idea that you know you're passing the controller and you can specifically choose to fuck people over. You absolutely can do that. Um, and there is a, a game, like there is a mode where you pass the control of between eight different characters, I believe it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, if you picked one character, as far as I can tell, you ain't playing much. Uh, you're not doing, you're not doing much. You can, you can be in charge of the drinks. Um, mm. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah. And yeah, you can deliberately like fuck people over and that's sort of the game, right? Like is, is deciding like uh, either you want everyone to live, right? In which case you try your darndest to make everyone live or you sort of decide on yeah. who's a cunt and who's going to die. Yeah, I, I know what you mean because there are situations where like something will happen and your character will have the decision to be like hide or or like it'll be like run or like assist or help or, you know, something like that. And so you could literally just be like, all right, fuck it. I'm booking it. <laughs> I'm, yeah. out, I'm running and then maybe that other person dies. Um, so, yeah, I get what you're saying there. It's a... It can have its opportunities for fun, but I, I wonder how that sort of works in the real world. Yeah, um, when yeah, it's exactly. a one one person playing, as opposed to like if it's just because you're playing with some one other person, right? Yeah. Where maybe each of you has four characters, and you can still fuck over one of them and still be having fun, right? It might even like it might even snowball, right? Like you, fu- I, I, I fuck over one of my wife's characters, and she fucking mm. she's like, well, all right. All right, then. I see how it yep. is. Uh, it's payback time. And then, you know, sooner or later, everyone's fucking dead. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, and it's uh, just you playing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, are you pitching that I murder my wife? Uh, I wouldn't do it on. The, I wouldn't do it on a podcast, um, or at all, Luke. What the heck? Um, but yeah, it's uh, the other thing is like we're playing with. I'm just controlling. I'm controlling everything, so I'm doing all the QTEs, oh. and the QTEs uh, so far have just been like directional, and you can use either either thumbstick. Uh, which is good. I, there was a shooting mini game, so I presume that's going to come into effect. Uh, yeah. We'll see how that goes. But um, the other thing is, uh, it's really obvious. It's been really obvious to me so far which way the direction's going to go, um, because it's sort of signposted, right? Like if you need to tuck under a branch. Thrust down if you need to hop over a branch. I don't know why I keep going back to branch, but um, yeah, you yeah. press up, right? And and it's but it's really obvious, and so that I think really works from a readability point of view. They fucking nailed that that part of it. Mm. Um, yeah, I uh, it's got one of those tapping games uh, that I don't like. I don't hate. And yeah. I'm very good at them, but. Eh, I don't know. How does it work in here? Because in in Little Hope, it's like a heartbeat sort of thing and you have to tap it in time to... It's like a rhythm game. You've got to tap it in time for the heartbeat. Oh, no, I just fucking hammered it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's rhythm what you game mean would by be, tapping. Yeah, one of those fucking... <laughs> hammer the button. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't seen anything like a rhythm game yet, but... Because Re- Until Dawn was like, don't move the gyro. Because that was a PlayStation exclusive. Yep. Remember that one? Yeah. And everyone would get fucked on that one because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the PlayStation troll. Um, um, there's like a don't breathe mechanic where you've got to like stay very... Well, hold your breath. I don't think it's gyro related. I don't think they have that this time around, which I, almost feels like a missed opportunity, but I, you also have to press a button. Uh, so it might complicate things. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a game that takes a little while to get going. But once it gets going, it's yeah, it's more until dawn. I get it. Um, one thing I did notice was uh, Jess McDonald, who used to work for Gamespot AU and now streams. She streamed and she was talking about. I saw her talking about how um, if you get the digital deluxe edition. Uh, you get like lives. You get like do overs, right. uh, and you don't get that if you just got the bog standard version of the game. And that right. seems like a bit of a dick move. Uh, play with it, don't play with it. Uh, but yeah, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be put behind a fucking paywall. That's that's bananas to me. Is is it lives or is it like a rewind like Forza mechanic or something? No, it's it's like uh well I haven't I haven't encountered it yet. Uh I was talking Nate's described it to me. Um mm. but basically it'll be like, oh, this person's gonna die. Do you wanna try again? Right. Uh okay. and you get three of them. Um but okay. yeah interesting yeah trapping it behind a yeah I'm, I'm not a fan of that at all that's it's not cool 
I mean, I wonder if you can buy lives. Oh, that'd be so much worse. That'll be the... Yeah. That would be so much worse. Um, mm. But yeah. Eh, anyway. Um, other than that, yeah, I was I was impressed to see that uh, it was for... I think if you buy the PlayStation 5 version, you can play it on PlayStation 4 as well or whatever. Uh, I don't know if it goes both ways, but... It seemed to. I don't know. That's cool. Um, the graphics are really good. Like I said, the facial capture is awesome. I've noticed a couple of things with the RTX, the the some of the reflections are a bit over baked. Mm. Uh and some of them do not exist, which is a little odd. Uh or not not don't exist, but just yeah, aren't aren't very present. And it just makes the reflections that are there so much more obvious. It's really obvious in the prologue. Uh, there's a reflection off the f- off the bonnet of a car, and it's like, holy shit! They fucking they cracked out the turtle wax for going on this fucking trip into the woods. They fucking <laughs> polished this one. Um, yeah, you fucking perfect reflection. Um, but yeah. Um, what else? Music's, I don't know, fine. Um, I don't really go in for fucking what, like, they're going to have to bring back Def Jam if there's going to be a fucking, a game with music that I do go in for. I just keep saying I don't really go in for that style of music, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really go in for a lot of different music types, so Whatever I am is what I am, uh, but it it seems it's thematically appropriate. I can appreciate it doing what it's supposed to do, which is creating the that sort of yeah teen horror slasher flick vibe. I think it does a good job with that. Um, you can play it with streamer mode on, where you play with like you don't have any fucking uh, copyrighted music. Uh, that seems like it'd be a bit of a I don't know, disappoint, like a missed opportunity type thing. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Keen to finish it. Very keen to finish it. And uh, yeah, very happy we got through the sloggy bits uh, because it's really ramped up uh, since we did. So uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to playing that one. Um, I could get through this other game first, so I think. Yeah. all right, so that's the quarry. It's available now. Check it out. Yes. It's got some uh, some cool people in it and some cool gameplay. All right, let's uh, wrap things up here. Get some news out of the way because it's big news week. A lot going on. Fake E three. Um, the first piece of news we got here is the Last of Us Part One. We talked about this last week. It's being rumored. Mm-hmm. It's now confirmed. Um, yeah. It is a. Uh, they're doing like a not really a remake more like a remaster I guess something like that I don't know they're going through and making a bunch of changes for Last of Us part one yeah um, they showed off uh, some some cutscenes and some differences between the gameplay um, being given sort of like a nice fresh coat of paint uh, is this something that you would go back and play they're talking about like They've redone the the entire enemy AI system. They've changed gameplay, um, that sort of thing. Like, does that sound a bit more like you'd go back and check it out? 
Um, yeah, I guess. Um, I'm tempted to go back and check it out. I think it's been long enough. I didn't, yeah, I didn't do the fucking remaster. Um, I don't know. I hope they do some fucking, some wild shit, you know, just like fucking inject whole different stories and just really like instead of a giraffe, it's a fucking giant anteater or some shit. Like just really fuck (laughs) up. Just really fuck up the story of a beloved fucking classic video game. Just so that you can give it a 9 out of 10 like like you do with fucking Final Fantasy VII Remake. Your fucking game of the year. You fucking love it. You fucking love it. <laughs> I might. I um, might just do that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. This seemed so inevitable uh, that I wasn't really surprised uh, by it. Um, I'm intrigued to check it out. I think the graphical upgrades look good so far. I don't have any grand attachment to the fucking uh, to the characters that have changed so far. I've seen some fucking reactions uh, from people online okay. that have that yeah. have puzzled me like just like it'll be a screenshot of one person and then a screenshot of the same person and i'll be like who <laughs> it'll be like this is globulax and i'm like what there was a, some there was someone called Glo- globulax in the last of us and they're like look at what they've done to him and i'm like i didn't even know globulax was i did, did globulax make it a last of us part two anyway um, but yeah, so I was, yeah, I don't know. People get fucking attached to weird shit. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that has the release date of, of this year. It'll be coming out on PlayStation, uh, five. Yes. There, uh, there was something we were talking about last week, PC that is confirmed. It is in development though. Um, not the same release date as of yet, but it does um, does sound like that'll be coming out this year. And so I think it's September, early September, they had a date for. Um, all right, so yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to check that one out. That should be a lot of fun. Be interesting to see the comparisons and what they sort of changed in it. Moving on, yes. something else Sony has been working on. God of War. Remember that game was announced a while back. <laughs> God of War Ragnarok um, got pushed back to this year, and uh, and the latest rumor was that that game has been pushed back to next year. But according to Bloomberg, Jason Schreier has said that uh, according to three sources with knowledge, it has not been moved. It's still on track for November at this stage, as far as they're aware. Right. And uh, that will be Sony's, I guess, tentpole release for the holiday season. Are you excited um, that there are some games in November now? Then, Hey, that'd be good. Hey, <laughs> a <different>. game? <laughs> be fantastic. Pokemon Scarlet the, um, and Violet are also... In November, apparently. Is this Pokemon? Yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, actually, I'll probably play it. Fuck, what are you talking you about? You fucking love it. Um, you fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. So this is... Uh, like, if if Sony does push this back, do you feel like they've really screwed up, uh, I guess, their launch? Their launch window for this PlayStation 5? We've, we've not really had any big... Like I, I feel like I feel like this year even Horizon was a bit of a bust for them. Uh, that's a sore point for old Jobo, but um, no, I think considering how hard fucking Microsoft biffed it as well, 
Like, I think if my, if Halo had come out and fucking been good, then it'd be a different story. But, like, yeah, it's just fumbles all around, it seems like. Like, nobody's having a fucking a good year. So I don't think it's as big a deal. Like, it could have been a big deal. Uh, but I think they get away with it this time. This time round. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I don't think... I don't think it's the light. Uh. Yep. All right. Well, I guess we'll see on that one. So the um, basically that article said that uh, two of the sources said that that release date is going to be announced later this month. Um, so we'll keep an eye out for that one. Um, mm. there, there is, we have heard some rumors of a PlayStation event later this month. So uh, yep. it potentially lines up with that date. And it's about, you know, if they want to start spruiking that game, they have to do it pretty soon. Um, all right. Let's keep going here what do we got next uh xbox and bethesda showcase hmm. big big event or should we go with the other one first the um summer games fest showcase yep do it uh let's do that one because that one was first right. um what did they do there that was sort of interesting i'll tell you what there was one game they showed off um oh, no, actually let's start with street fighter 6 is that interesting at all open world street fighter we talked about like, yeah i think they did a fucking like it's a it's a pretty cool fucking idea like uh i have long since given up on being any good at all at fucking yeah. fighting games um that that has long since passed me by but um i don't know man this this is still looks cool it looks like something i could play and have fun with uh despite being fucking garbage mm. which i'm cool with i'm cool with what about does you? the what esports you commentary mode get you excited <laughs> uh no. no uh no i don't care no uh, yeah, what um i don't know like i i gotta i want to see what this open world thing is like yeah. it's gonna be like fucking More the neighborhood in nba 2k uh, where <laughs> your favorite your dream you gotta bite a scooter and fucking run around, riding around on a scooter i don't yeah. know we'll see i want to go to versus uh, mode so i'm gonna catch a bus <laughs> yeah uh i'll tell you what looks interesting this next one aliens dark descent um this is an aliens uh, the a the the movie franchise aliens right mm-hmm. um but it's set in like a action-based like real-time strategy game or ter- sorry turn-based strategy i don't know it looks like real-time to me uh but it could be XCOM style who knows um, I didn't really get a, a good sense of it in terms of that gameplay, but that looks like like that's how an alien game should be should be done. Like that sort of fits that aesthetic. We complained yep. about Alien, that last Alien game. Fire I can't even remember the name elite. because yeah, Fire Team that was terrible. Mm. Um, they did so many things in that game, just felt like it wasn't like why is there cover in this game? It's just so yeah, it just didn't work for that style of game. But I could see it working for a game like this. Like it makes sense um yeah did you uh did you see this trailer any thoughts on it at all i was kind of disappointed that it wasn't more like what was that fucking co-op game we played where it was like real-time twin stick shooter that i was kind of disappointed it wasn't that to be honest Mm. but nevertheless uh I like the idea of like if it's real time. I way I would far prefer it to be real time than turn based. Yeah. But yeah, 
Um, yeah, no, I thought it looked pretty cool. I like, I don't know. Uh, fucking, I'm ready to be hurt again. I guess, you know, <laughs> ready to be disappointed again. Yeah, yeah. I will see. Right. Um, I'll tell you one that's one game's not looking disappointing. Joe, the Callisto mm. Protocol. They showed off more of that. Fuck. They went man. like full gore with this trailer. Yeah, it was delicious. It was good. I'm I'm so in for this. Uh yeah, that that game looks fucking sick. Uh, I'm I'm fucking excited. That's December as well. Yeah, December this year. Um, yeah, I'm I'm well in. Can't wait to see what fucking it'll there'll be a frying pan with a target on it or something in one of the kitchens or something. And that'll be the fucking PUBG reference. Mm. Yep. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, might skip over a couple of these. They did like a flashback um, to sequel. Um, if anything you can think of, feel free to jump in. Uh, they showed off this sci-fi thriller, Fort Solace, which is starring uh, Troy Baker and Roger Clark. Um, obviously, Troy Baker, people should know him from everything. Uh, mm. <laughs> He's he's uh, in The Last of Us. Um, Roger Clark is the main character from uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, and yeah, that looks... Uh, I don't know if they can bring some... It's an indie game as well. Um, they had both of them up on, on stage sort of talking about it, what sort of drew them in. Um, so yeah, that could be something money. that's interesting. I mean... Uh, you'll Cash see, money. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah, they were like, "Hey, we got these NFTs over here," and Troy Baker was like, "What? I'm in." <laughs> you son of a bitch! I'm in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another game that they showed off during that uh, that conference, which piqued my interest, Stormgate, which is the new uh, free to play real time strategy game from the former Blizzard dev, dev oh, team. Yeah, yeah. I really like the uh, the logo. It looks like if you show me that logo, I'd be like, "That's a Blizzard game." It's absolutely a Blizzard game. Yeah. Um, but uh, they they've only I think announced two two teams, two forces, enemy forces at this point. From what they showed, did that one get you any excited? No, I, 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 I'm just going back over it now, and no, it didn't really fucking rattle my fucking saber. To be honest, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I didn't think the fucking trailer was very good and I didn't really get much out of what they weren't really showing. It seems like a bit, I don't know, of an early announce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Um, okay, next up we got, uh, they shut off Marvel's Midnight Suns again, new release date, October 7th. Obviously that was supposed to come out earlier. Uh, it was a PG trailer, so it really didn't, didn't do much for me. Mm. Um, so we'll skip over that one. Goat Simulator 3, that was a, uh, another CG trailer. I've not played any of those games. Pretty entertaining, but they were ripping off the Dead Island 2 E3 trailer. Mm. Uh, yeah. I think they did a good job. It was pretty funny. Yeah, very clever. Um, a few other games here, Superpowered, TNMT, Strategy Revenge. Uh, what else we got? They uh, talked about Saintro, Boss Factory. They released a, a thing for that. Oh, yeah. Did you um, do anything with that? I didn't, I didn't. No, I didn't download it. No. no. Um, Gotham Knights. They showed off some more oh, gameplay like, of that. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then Layers of Fear. They ended with that. That looks cool. I'm interested. Is that how they finished? Right. Well, I think that's how they finished. Yeah. Um. 
so there you go that was summer games fest um yeah i don't really like any of blue team's games at this point so yeah that's fair enough too much about layers of fear what about fucking what about that fucking lord of the rings return to moria are you ready to play fucking lord of the rings themed valheim no all right you hate valheim weird what game was this? What was this? The same one, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah. It was in there. I don't know. It's hard to tell. There's been literally hundreds of fucking game trailers at this point. Yeah. All right. Um, should we jump over to Xbox then? Because yeah. I think that's next on the list that I've got here. Um, they kick things off with Redfall. First look at that. Um, looks interesting. It's sort of like a mix between maybe like a Left 4 Dead and something else. I don't know what that something else is, but <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> vampires. <like> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it's dishonored or something. I don't know. I didn't like the start of this fucking thing, this this trailer, but it grew on me over time. Um, the the more it went in, the more I was like, eh, I also couldn't thing. tell what was scripted dialogue and what mm. was. Like if it was supposed to be the in-game dialogue, yeah, or or if it was just um like the banter between oh, other team members, oh, that was a bit strange. Um, but I don't know. Looks interesting, but I guess we'll see. Like obviously they've they've put out some really cool games. Um, we've we've always liked their stuff. So Arcane hasn't had a in my mind they haven't had a failure they, they've obviously put out some games that haven't hit commercially um yep. but they've always always put out games that are interesting so yeah I yeah guess we'll i don't think it's in their wheelhouse but they've earned the benefit of the doubt for me yeah absolutely yeah. um hollow knight Sil- silk song i don't know i'm just yeah, one of, i'm same. one of those weird people who has tried hollow knight like fucking five times and i just bounce off it i just don't yeah fair enough um high on life this Fuck. is this is it it's my game of the show Re- really okay so this is a uh it's from the creators of, of the rick and morty um game yeah rick and, and it's a game where you shoot things and i don't know it's got it's got like fucking it's got a bit of adventure vibe about it alien worlds looks like you might like you, the different guns might actually allow you to access different areas so the metrovania type thing uh fucking like good cast cole byers i think was one of those voices jb smooth uh, guy from rick and morty the guy from rick and morty justin roiland yes uh, I'm st- like I know I know it's like fucking cool to hate Rick and Morty these days, but uh, I still like it. Is it? So I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Everyone, yeah, that's the fucking vibe. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, Rick and Morty sucks. Oh, everyone who likes it is a fucking douchebag. Eh, I don't give a shit. I like what I like. I am what I am. Um, yeah, yeah. It looks pretty fucking cool. Uh, yeah, it's like w- it's a game based around that fucking talking gun from Borderlands. Yeah, absolutely. Genius. Genius. Except they've got loads of different voices. Yeah, and it's got a cool aesthetic to it as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, next up, this is a big piece of news. Uh, right Games is uh, is bringing all their stuff to Xbox Game Pass. Um, League of Legends, Wild Rift, uh, Rune Terror, uh, Team Fight Tactics, Valorant, and I guess whatever else maybe they're working on in the future. We'll see. Um, but on top of that, like the big news here is that all of the the things that you usually buy in these games, the characters and and that sort of stuff is all going to be part of Game Pass. So you're not going to have to fork out money to um, to do any of these things. I guess where they're banking people to spend money is cosmetics. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, this was... I mean, this is really interesting. This is a huge deal, um, being able to play all those games with all those characters on Game Pass. That's a massive get. I don't care. I don't care. I don't know. I guess it is. I mean, is it? Is it though? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? Because they've got some of the biggest games in the world, Joe. Like, ugh. Uh, Just because you're not hip with the kids, I'm very much not. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, I just don't like. Yeah, I guess it's a big business deal. It is. It's a huge business deal. Um, next Yay. up, a play tale requiem. Th- they made um, money. I oh, yeah, this looks cool. Money. I haven't played the first one, but I keep meaning to. I've got it. I bought it it's in like Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Nice. I bought it fucking <laughs> in the Steam sales earlier this year. I think I think we had this discussion, didn't we, back then? Because I was like, I bought it. And you're like, is it on Game Pass? I'm like, well, good. Good. Great. He's like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they then went on to Forza Motorsport and showed off ray tracing. Uh, yep. Look yep. at our road. Look at our... It is cracky. Crackly road. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It can't be worse than Grand Turismo 7. So at least there's that. Hey, it might be. Um, hey. Then they showed off uh, Flight Simulator, uh, the anniversary update. They put in some uh, some new planes, the Pelican, um, the, the thing from Halo that flies around. You know yeah, that the thing? Pelican. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm telling people. That's what it is. Oh, all right. Um, so you can fly that if you want to. Yeah, you can be that annoying as fuck dude from Halo Infinite who just sits there the whole time whining. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, they moved on to Overwatch Two release date reveal. It's coming out this year um, in early access, at least October fourth. Um, this will just be the multiplayer section, the PV. E section won't be uh, coming at this stage. That was uh, they a also for real sh- yawn, by the way. People, oh, absolutely. That was real. Um, that was not me faking it. I mean, the, uh, I do queen. find this concept extremely boring, but uh, nevertheless, no, 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 no. Oh no, Overwatch. Yeah, fuck yeah, we love Overwatch, especially on this podcast. Two things we love on this podcast: fucking Overwatch, League of Legends. That's that's it. That's us. We're the fucking. They're your two favorite games. My two favorite games. You watch when this comes out. You'll be so into it. It seems unlikely, but maybe. Maybe you'll be like, I love playing tank. I love tank playing is my tank. favorite class. This is it. Well, I did always like 
Reinhardt. I, I, you know, I did See, always kind of just play the fucking support roles as well. Um, but mm. yeah, I don't know. What's Junker Queen? John Queen is uh, is is an Australian character Another who one. is, I guess, sort of related to like Junkrat. Right. Right. Junkrat's the other Australian character, is it? Are they trying to say some shit about Australia or? Is that yeah, what's no happening? Idea. They dissing us? How dare they? Potentially. Um, all right, there you go. Uh, then they did some, some uh, what's this history untold thing? I don't know. I don't remember that thing at all. Um, history skip untold? That. Yeah. Uh, they they went and did a Bethesda section here, Elder Scrolls Online High right. Isle, um, Fallout 76, the Pit DLC, uh, and they got out of that, did some Forza Horizon 5 DLC, Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Uh, then, then Vin Diesel showed up for Arc 2. This was the um, most pointless fucking video. He does he even talk? He didn't even fucking talk. Like, why the okay. fuck is Vin Diesel's face on this shit, and it's some other fucking person talking? And it's a Isn't cinematic he, like, trailer. Supposed to be in the the film, the arc film that's never going to get made. Fucking hell! And it's a cinematic trailer for a game that's supposed to be out this fucking year, right? Yeah, potentially. Oh, no, early next year. Still. Like, yeah, we still haven't seen any fucking gameplay. I don't give a fuck about this. Get oh, he's an executive producer in the game. Yeah. And, right. Yeah. And That's why his head's it. on it. <laughs> um, and he's also in the uh, the the TV show that they're making. So, uh, Arc, I never don't. played Ark. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Mm. Some people really like it. Yeah. You know what else people really like, Joe? The Alien Penis Walls. Scorn is uh, coming Ooh. out this year. Ooh. It's got me excited. It's got you throbbing with oh, Alien I'm Penis Walls. Engorged with excitement. <laughs> I think it looks kind of cool, but did the trailer look really framey to you? Or was it just me? Like, Actually. And slow paced. Like, I don't know. It just looked janky. This is the yeah. one that's coming out this year, October 21. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then we got uh, Flintlock to Siege of Dawn. Don't remember that. Minecraft Legends. Minecraft uh, strategy game, I guess. Yeah. I, is is it like game? Pikmin? Is that what it is? I don't know. I couldn't really get a good vibe on it. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It'll I mean, be on it's game some parts. sort of action strategy game. Action-y strategy game. Um yeah, so that's coming out. People like Minecraft. Uh, I'll tell you what I really like, Job. Mm. Lightyear Frontier. This is my jam. This game is oh, yeah. was made for me. Mm. It is Space Farmer, yep. and I am in. You uh, love it. Yeah. Did you watch this trailer? Uh, yeah, I did. Is Disney going to sue the fuck out of them? or <laughs> Probably, <laughs> yeah. What a time to release a game called Lightyear or anything. Yeah. Like... Fucking hell! Isn't that movie out next week? Yikers! Um, no, this yeah, this looks pretty cool. Like a good, a good fucking balance between exploration and well, farming. But um, but also like weird mystery part. shit, right? Yeah, because exactly. like 
all of a sudden there's like, oh, what's this weird glowy door doing? And you're like, oh, I want to go in there. But also I've got alien crops to grow, so. I'd love to go. I'll be, I'll be back yeah. later. You will be growing the crops and shit, and I'll be exploring everywhere. It'll be just like yeah, it's a uh, Looks like it's multiplayer. They showed like a little. Um, uh, they showed a little like people standing with the alien robots mm. along the horizon. It was very cool. Anyway, this is yeah, that's absolutely my jam. Uh, so I'm keen to check that one out. Uh, Gun Gunfire Reborn. Um, this, I, I I still don't know what Gunfire Reborn is, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. Yeah. Uh, the last case of Benedict Fox. It's a Fox game. Uh, all right. All right. Like, yep. As you can see, we are skipping over some of these. Uh, As Dusk Falls, this is a narrative interactive game. I yes. don't know. I don't care. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think... I don't know. The, the weird... Like, it's not fmv it's not like a um it's like stop frame animations i don't know i don't know what you, how you describe it like, like, like almost book. like comic book interactive yeah. comic book or something yeah um yeah anyway I, I all right maybe i'll one. give it a punt maybe i'll give it a punt <laughs> maybe um uh and then we got uh no, i think this game's already out is it Naraka Blade Point already out? Yeah. Fuck that game. Yeah. Um, what else is here? I'm scrolling down. Pediment Pentiments. is a medieval adventure game. Mm. I'm trying to think. I don't remember that one either, so that's like good. Oh, this is the Obsidian. Um, Obsidian adventure game, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's oh, going to be very story heavy. Not for joke. Not because of the story thing, because I don't like adventure games. Yep. Mm. Um, next up, another Obsidian game. Grounded is getting a uh, full release on September this year. Uh, yeah, it's a good time to bring that one out. I'll definitely be up for that, jumping back in, checking out how that game is going. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Like, Yeah, for sure. Especially if they're going to 1.0, I'll be intrigued to see how far the game has come along. I had fun. Yep. It clearly wasn't ready, but I had fun. Yeah, that yeah. sounds sounds good. Hmm. Um, what's this one? Erebon Show Shadow, Shadow Legacy. Legacy. Yeah, this looked pretty cool. Like a bit of a fucking, I don't know, you like move through the shadows and stuff. And uh, I don't know, I was getting kind of, I might have been reading too much into it, but like kind of Tenchu vibes, uh, but mm. maybe a little bit more, more faster paced. So, yeah, I'm intrigued to keep an eye on that one. Yeah. Yep. Sounds good. Mm. Um, then they did the Diablo 4 Necromancer trailer, mm. um, the final class reveal for Diablo 4. Um, and they also uh, popped up a release date, I guess, 2023. Um, I guess everything here actually was in the next 12 months. That was another cool thing Microsoft did. They're like, everything you're about to see is going to be playable in the next 12 months. So we True. know yep. 2023 is going to be early first half of the year, at least at this point. Um, and then they showed up, uh, showed off like another five minute trailer for how uh, Diablo is going. Um, and yeah, that game still looks, yeah, still looks sick, um, which is awesome. Uh, then they did the Sea of Thieves Captain update. 
which a lot of people have been asking for. A lot of ship customization. Oh, yeah. You um, can name your ship now, right? Yeah, you can name your ship. Yep. You can stick all sorts of... Um, I guess they're doing like ship loadouts as well for your for your ships. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, and that's coming out next month. So maybe it's a time to jump in to see a thieves and see how much that changes. Uh, Ravenlock is a uh, action game i don't remember this do you nope oh cool good stuff uh cocoon is uh, uh the oh yeah, that limbo slash right? inside style game oh. no okay what were you thinking of the movie yeah yeah finally making a, a game about the movie it's about time <laughs> um Yes, there's another indie game, uh, puzzle game, moving balls around. That's what I gathered from it. Moving balls around. Yeah, you're like shifting balls into places. Yeah, right. Your puzzles. Puzzle balls, they call them. Uh, Wulong Fallen De- Dynasty is a new Team Ninja game. Um, did this tickle your fancy at all? No. I don't, no. I don't know. I don't dislike Team Ninja. Uh but this trailer in particular didn't really do much for me. Like, it just didn't give me much to go on. I thought it kind yeah. of got Dynasty Warriors vibes, but that might just be because... Uh, same setting, right? I guess, kind of. Like the Three Kingdoms type setting. I don't know. Yeah, ah. yeah. Um, next up was uh, Persona, uh, Persona Four, Persona Three, Persona Five. You like that order? Uh, it's all coming to Xbox now. Um, so traditionally a PlayStation game. Um, so that's cool. People that haven't played those games, will be able to jump in and play some Persona. There. Do you know what's really funny about this is that I don't care. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Persona Five is very good. People should check that out. I might jump in and check out some of the other Persona games. Um, uh, no, because no, yeah. Uh, then they willed out Hideo Kojima to talk about a, a new game that he is working on, something nobody's ever seen before. He's making another new genre. Oh, shit. It's going to be another strand game. I can tell. Yeah. Another strand game. Um, he's talking about it using cloud, the cloud or clouds. I'm not sure how yep. many exactly. Yeah. It's using clouds. Hmm. Um, it sounds like it's probably this overdose game, whatever that is. Yep. And yeah. then that was all they sh- they did. They just wheeled him out. Yeah. We didn't really... Yeah, there was not much. We don't need that. <laughs> I yeah. don't know what the point was. Mm. Uh, they could have done, like, here's a title. It's Overdose. Yep. Uh, anyway, that was weird. Um, and they capped things off with Starfield, a 15-minute uh, gameplay presentation with Todd Howard talking about, you see that planet, you can climb it. Right there. Oh yeah, all, all of them, thousand of them, thousand of them. Yeah. Um, what do you reckon, Luke? What do you reckon of Starfield? Uh I think it's doing some cool things. Couple of cool things in there. I like the shipbuilding stuff. That looks slick. That does look slick. Yeah. Um, the base building stuff looks slick. The HUD, I don't think I like it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Alright. Too white for me. Too white. <laughs> yeah. All, all right. Weird. Pretty white. Um otherwise, like it's uh it's hard to tell from that video they put up. It's um 
it still looks a little rough around the edges. That uh, that trailer, uh, they put up a 4K version of it, but it's still running at 30 FPS. So um, it's uh, need another trailer with running at 60. I want to see that smoothness. I want to see yeah. how how silky it is. Um, but it still looks very like uh, I don't know. It looks like a, a Bethesda Game Studios game. Um, looks nice like close-up shots of faces, that sort of thing. It, like, I get the fucking No Man's Sky comparisons. Holy fuck, yeah. I get it, eh? Like, you're scanning shit and fucking mining ores with your laser. and Like, those similarities are there. And it goes even further. You fucking, what is it? You touch an artifact and that gives you, like, visions. That happens in No Man's Sky as well. Hmm. Like, there's a lot. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. But what I'm hoping is that, like, they've talked about, so not all the planets are handcrafted, but there are a lot of handcrafted areas, a lot of procedurally generated areas as well. Um, mm. I'm hoping those handcrafted areas create, like, a, like a base level uh, of depth that allows it to sort of play well i didn't think the shooting didn't look great but it didn't look terrible i don't know just... yeah i mean there was stuff in there that looked really cool like modifying your weapons and and yeah. like crafting certain add-ons like that stuff looks cool and i guess that's the incentive right is that um the having all these planets and going out and trying to search for, I guess, resources to get these upgrades. That's where the appeal sort of jumps in. Yeah. And and what what I want to know is like, why are there a thousand planets? Like, what is the what's the reason for that? There's yeah. got to be some something tied to it, right? And I, I guess we don't know about that aspect yet. Yeah. Like, is there some sort of online social aspect to it? Um, that you know that you can you can share the planet that you found and that'll be we can go can they inter- interact with it in a certain way or is it purely just there's a thousand planets and you can just do whatever you want like oh you know what it is um, yeah it's uh, it's online at all times and uh, but and you could meet you could meet other players but you probably you won't. but you won't you'll never see them <laughs> but, we'll, but we'll patch it <laughs> in three years yeah it so you can um yeah there's things in it that look really interesting the thousand planets thing uh that's what i want more clarity on like that doesn't mm. interest me too much like i i'd i'd rather the refined like detailed handcrafted planets than the we chuck this into a number generator and this is what it's spat out and there you go yep. um because like how do, how do you explore that and like what is on that planet then is it just completely empty and just happens to be minerals scattered around like that just doesn't sound i don't know i need to know more about the game but stuff in there that seems really cool like i like the customization of the ships like creating your own ship and making it fly and that stuff looks looks really cool um so i guess we'll see i'm definitely interested uh so there you go. And that's also coming out uh, 2023 release date sometime in the first uh, half of next year at this point. Um, 
yeah anything else to add about starfield no i, I think it looks cool um but i don't get hyped for games anymore i don't know this one's i don't know this is a cool trailer though uh some of it yeah i don't know the assault on the the pirate base or whatever it was whoever was playing at that point i don't know they should go back to right oh, it triggered polygon. me so hard when they wouldn't ads <laughs> i know i was getting flashbacks to go back like to PUBG. for polygon <laughs> oh i was so i was like just fucking ads just ads you're missing so many shots just ads or the bit where the, they throw the grenade all right and, and they, they kill they the person before they throw and then the, a run the, at the fucking grenade Oh, oh my lord! Kills the person and then runs over the grenade. I'm like, this is definitely someone in my PUBG team. It's got to be. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, hmm. yeah, it's um, like, uh, yeah, I I don't get back on the high train anymore. I refuse yep. to. But uh, fucking hell, this was this was pushing the tickets pretty hard. Uh, I will continue. what do you got to see to, for them to push you want to see that uh, you want to see some space eskies is that what you want <laughs> that's it need the space eskies <laughs> need the space eskies um, yeah uh, no man uh, I uh, I gotta remain cautious these days I've been burned before but I'm yeah. ready to be hurt again hey uh, I don't know I don't know there's I'm excited I'm excited about it and yep. it must be pretty close, which is also exciting. Yeah. Um, and then after that, earlier today, we got some more Bethesda Game Studios news. Uh, we obviously know Elder Scrolls Six is up next. They've teased that a couple yes. of E3s ago. Hmm. Uh, but casually, Todd Howard drops that their next game is going to be Fallout 5 after the Elder Scrolls Six. After Elder Scrolls Six. Like- right. Why are you announcing this shit so early? I assume you think like Pete Hines is like fucking hell. <laughs> like Todd, jeez, what are you doing? Right? <laughs> is this a like? Maybe he knows he's leaving soon, and he's just like, fuck it. Oh, I'm gonna just fucking get it all out there. <laughs> yeah. Like they're never gonna get rid of him anyway. He's like no. he's become the Randy Pitchford of Bethesda. Yeah, he just says it. He just says it. What he's doing. <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah, Fallout Five's coming coming out sometime in, in probably twenty forty at this stage. Yeah. Um. Keep an eye out for that one. Just before the actual nuclear apocalypse. So. Yeah. Pretty good. What comes out first? Oh. The year. 2077 or Fallout 5? <laughs> yeah, tough. We'll see. Tough choice. Um, all right, anything else that popped up? Um, I didn't watch PC Gaming Show or anything like that. Anything? Uh, there's not, no, we covered all the ones that I... I the only one that we ha- like haven't mentioned was fucking Dragon's Dogma's 10th anniversary anniversary trailer. You see this shit? Fucking peak comedy people have been begging for anything dragon's dogma for literally nine years and they they do this fucking 10th anniversary of dragon's dogma and it's just celebrating 10 years of dragon's dogma it's like (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) like ah you fucking idiots we've still got fucking fans 
let's throw it in your faces that we've still got fucking fans. Uh, yeah, I thought that was the peak of comedy. Peak comedy. Um, and the Dev Diary video for Stalker 2 is some shit, man. Uh, yeah, because not everyone uh, managed to get out of Ukraine. Mm. Yeah, I watched I, I, I watched it's it. Some, I didn't listen to it yet. Yeah, it's some heavy shit, man. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Worth a squeeze, that one. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, a lot of a lot of shit, but we talked about the ones that really stuck out to me. Sure. I don't know, maybe we're basic pictures. Capcom was as as today or something, a bunch of Resident Evil games. Yeah. It seems like they're remaking all the Resident Evil games at this point. They just yeah. Any yeah. and all of them. Yeah. Um yep. and they announced some Resident Evil DLC for Village as well. Right. That's a thing. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm still catching up on all that stuff. I had a chance to watch it. But, um, yeah, it was a bit low-key, but some exciting stuff. I, I do like the, um, you know, Bethesda Bethesda was sort of at the forefront of like, hey, we're going to we're gonna do this press conference and everything you see will be out in the next year. And I sort of like how Xbox has adopted that. Um, mainly because... Microsoft, Microsoft doesn't have anything anyway, so uh, <laughs> for the most part. And so, I, I don't know. I think it's really cool. I, I do like the, um, you know, I, I do like it when someone comes out and like, fucking Wolverine. And you're like, holy shit, they're making a Wolverine game. That stuff's yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, like that. that's uh, really neat. But at the same time, I also like the, here's everything you're about to see and it'll be playable real soon. That, yeah. Two cool approaches. Um I don't know. Done, and, uh, on the other hand, you could be like, Fallout 5 is coming eventually. Yeah. Which is the wrong approach. But I assume he was just answering questions. I didn't see the interview myself. Oh, no. he, he They didn't even ask him. He just casually he just dropped it. Unprompted. Yeah. They didn't like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, like, oh, well, well, Todd, that's all the time. We've, and he's like, Fallout 5. We're doing Fallout 5. And they're like, excuse me? We're doing Fallout 5. You can't end the interview yet. We're doing Fallout 5. And he's like, and they're like, oh, we start recording. And he's like, turn the fucking tape back on. Turn it back on. We're doing mm. Fallout 5. Yeah. But the other thing is like, this came from an IGN phone interview. And, right. and IGN um, didn't even bat an eyelid about that. Like, I don't know if they weren't listening. <laughs> like what happened there like excuse me what Fallout 5 what did you just say <laughs> alright fair enough God. Um. anyway yeah so that's the that's the week real busy week we've uh, we've just rattled on for nearly 40 minutes about the news um, mm. nice. but there you go uh, the, I guess the thing they're talking about is that uh, what um Jeff Keighley wants to do is this is going to be a hands-on event next year. Like it's going to be an actual physical event as opposed to digital. There's, sorry, they've actually done this as a media event this year. It's an in-person media event, but I think what they want to do is make it more of like an E3 style event for Summer Games Fest. Um, So I guess we'll see. Like they've, they've obviously got some, Jeff's obviously got some big, some big names 
we're already backing this thing so um if he can do something with xbox next year and and ign and pc game show and that sort of stuff it'll yeah yeah it'll be interesting um to see what e3 sort of counters with but it's going to be a, a really fun june next year i think yeah um so yeah there you go that's the news for this week unless there's anything else you want to add quickly no all right there you go questions? any questions this week job yes we do do Fair we enough. ever we've got two i think three maybe uh fridge monster man writes hi job hi luke i'm just going to drag it across this screen hi job hi luke starting a game and choosing a difficulty setting of easy medium or hard is old hat out of date past its prime dinosaur game design what innovative methods of handling difficulty have you seen personally i prefer having no difficulty settings and playing testing the living fuck out of games until they've hit that sweet spot of fun challenging but never frustrating i also like the custom game modes in dead cells where you can turn certain game mechanics on or off like being affected by the malaise or uh or how often you can use the fountain between levels yeah yeah that's a pretty good system i like like i like the idea of adaptive difficulty settings more than i've traditionally like the execution of them um like i love the, the problem idea with adaptive of- settings is that for you especially when you're like i want to play this game on easy mm. go on go on go on go on go on yeah no there's yeah. no there's no more because oh. you're like i just want to play this game on easy yeah. i'm bad at games no or or you know i, I don't care enough <laughs> um i missed that part uh yeah i uh like yeah, I love the idea of an adaptive, but I think the the AI isn't really there just yet. Uh, what about the the Dark Souls version mm. of difficulty where you just grind? I really don't like that argument, right? That you can make your own difficulty setting. Well, in, well, in Dark Souls, well, Games. Elden Ring did a better job of that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but at the same time. At the same time, it's it's not a replacement for accessibility settings or difficulty settings, um, mm. and it's a cop out to say that it is. Um, Sakura was probably the worst for it, right? You couldn't even fucking co-op in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Any favorites? I mean. I- I think it comes back to accessibility settings again, like the stuff PlayStation's been doing with their games. Um, the Last of Us is obviously like the maybe the pinnacle of the example, being able to tinker all those settings, whether or not um, you know, not just the easy, you know, medium, hard difficulty, but like really fine tuning other things in the game to make it specific to how you want to play it. I think that's really an interesting future in terms of difficulty and accessibility. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, Sorry. I was thinking that I had to do a a fart, but then I did something. It was a shot. Um, uh, Just a shot. Yeah. What's what's up next? Fucking Dr. E3 Money writes, will I ever get a chance to defend myself from these outrageous, hateful allegations. I'm just no, quiet. Next question. <laughs> nice. 
I'm just quietly working away doing some overtime on a Sunday morning only to be whacked repeatedly around the head with disparaging remarks about my tank driving ability. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Um, which then culminate in false and traitorous statements that I only have an automatic license <laughs> and also that I'm old. It may be true I've been driving since before you babies were born, but I've had a manual license these many long years. I must also state that these sledges against my stick shifting abilities come from a series of games where one Job Gilroy only drove the recon tank, which had an, has an automatic gearbox. Further than this, when you accuse someone in HLL of lacking skill, you must follow up with, defend yourself, cunt. It's tradition. Watch your back on the battlefield, fellow Gap listeners. Apparently, friendly fire comes in many forms. Um, I guess that was... I guess he did answer the question, Luke. Because he didn't fucking end it with a fucking question mark. Um, was that, So the question was, will I ever get a chance to defend myself from these... Well, I suppose you just did, Drew. Um, through what might be a rhetorical question. I think... I think that's actually illegal. Luke? No, you can't. You can't? Okay. Yeah, no. sorry. Everything you just said will be stricken from the record uh, and nobody is to listen to anything you just said uh, because it it was not... It was... Yeah, you don't get a chance to. I'm sorry. It doesn't count. You didn't end with a question mark. Uh, Gray Squirrel writes, Imagine learning that it's better... Imagine learning that it's better drive at ditches at an angle instead of full on from watching me drive. Did a fucking computer write this? Imagine learning that it's better to drive. All right. It's fucking good God. When you on countdown, motherfucker. Um, and you didn't write a question. Countdown. Unbelievable. Like, I don't know. where they... <laughs> they're like, here's the top 20 songs of the week. Is that what it is? No, isn't that that fucking game show where you've got like numbers and letters or whatever? Isn't it called oh, Countdown? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's on that. But he can't fucking write a question. Incredible. Unbelievable. Um, all right. Those are the questions. Great question, Bridge Monster Man. End of list. Cool. Hmm. Well, there you go. They're the questions. Um, anything you want to plug for this week? Um, no, no, no. What do you got? Nothing. Awesome. Let's wrap there this up. There you go. Nice. I plug not going to go see uh, Jurassic Ooh, the World reverse Dominion. Plug. Yeah, reverse the plug. glup. Don't go see it. Gulp. The gulp. No. Yep. Go see something better. Like, uh, I don't know what's out the cinema. Top Gun. Top Gun. Did you get your tickets for Thor? No. Do they go on sale? Yes. This week. When is that coming out? I don't even know what's coming out. Uh, July 6th. Okay. Yeah. Three weeks. Hmm. All right. We'll see. Um, all right, there you go, Joe. That's the podcast this week. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get podcasts from. You can find us on The Gap or the GA Podcast. Uh, you can help us out by rating and reviewing the show. Helps other people find us on the internet. I uh, really appreciate those that do that. Helps um, helps other people find us because otherwise we're just floating around. 
No one knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. It's devastating. No. Uh, Nobody will know your... when Drew fails to de- defend himself, cunt. No, no one will know. Uh, you can know. jump on our Discord page, the gapodcast.com slash Discord. You can uh, leave questions like those fine people did mm. other than other than Drew. Just um, Fridge Monster Man. Squirrel also didn't leave one. Oh, yeah, this is true. Yeah, we had one good question. One good question. Uh, one, one wasn't a question. It was just a bunch of AI written speak. And the other one was, uh, I don't know. I, remember. I don't remember that one. It's been no. erased from history. It's, it's gone. Yeah. yeah Never it's existed. Gone. Uh, you can jump in there, talk about video games, uh, uh, movies, TV shows, f- play food. games. Oh yeah, you could play games. Yeah, you do that. You could post talk your pictures of AI, AI generated images. Oh yeah, you haven't done any. I've been missing them. Not in a while. Yeah, I've been uh, yeah. doing them in the background. I, you know what I did today? It was terrible. Tell us. Baby Yoda holding an M16. It was. <laughs> that's unhinged. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> weird. That's too weird. Um, <laughs> You go too far, sir. Yeah. Um, it's some of them. Did you see the Snoop Dogg one going around today? Uh, no. No? No. Um, it, was, it was something like Snoop Dogg and Snoopy in a courtroom. Right. <laughs> Just like Google that. Oh, yeah. Let's see if it comes up. Yeah, it's the first one that pops up. Oh. It's very good. Courtroom sketch of Snoop Dogg being sued by Snoopy. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. No one knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. This is fantastic. <laughs> fantastic radio. It's great. We've done it again. Uh, you can go to our uh, well. I mean, if you jump on the Discord, you could figure out what we're talking about because there there's a bunch of them up there. Um, we can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to all of our past shows, including social media pages and all that sort of fun stuff. Um, and that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you go to Patreon.com/slash/thegapodcast. Become a recurring member and uh, help us pay the bills. So thank you to everyone who does that every month. We appreciate we do. your support. Thank you so much. Uh, Ah, and that is it for this week. Uh, Job, anywhere you want to plug before we... Anywhere people can find you on the internet? I don't know. At Joey Jojo on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You can find me at Luke Laurie, L-A-W-R-I-E. Otherwise, that is it for this week. Um, Is there anything coming out next week that you can think of? Um, No, I don't think so. Oh. Uh, I feel like there's oh there's something tickling the back of my brain. I'm having a quick look. What we're in June, aren't we? All uh, month. Sonic Origins, was that what you're thinking of? No, it was Nemesis Distress, which is like a first person version of a board game that I own. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty um, keen on that. This Ninja Turtles game is coming out. It's got oh, some yeah. hype around it. Shredder's Revenge. Uh, yeah, okay. Check yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Give it a squeeze. Um, otherwise. Um, oh, Starship otherwise. Troopers. Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. What's Terran this? Command. An RTS where you squish bugs. The only good bug is 
is a bug working in the NRMA. Unbelievable. No? Is Unbelievable. That not the Terrible. A bug working at KFC giving you cabbage. Oh, instead burger. of lettuce. Instead of lettuce. Yeah. Instead of lettuce that you're owed. Hot and spicy is gone now, Luke. Did you get any hot and spicy? No. You missed out, mate. You missed out. It certainly sounds like I missed out. Do you um, not even know how good hot and spicy is? Is that what it is? You don't. You sound like you don't even. You're not even. Because no, I get zingers. Is that the same? It's not the same. Fucking hell. Wait, and I get wicked wings. Not the same. Not the same. Sure, it's no. the same. Is this it's Starship Troopers game on your wish list? On my wish list. Yes, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm asking you. What are you asking me for? I don't know. Why are you I'm asking me? Are you looking at my know. wish list? No, I was just looking at on, on the store page on a browser. Not logged in. Right. Why would it matter if it's on my wish list? Well, because whether or not we're going to play it next week. Oh, yeah. You're going to play, play it next it. week. Yeah, I'm going to play it. It's, yeah, it's on my wish list. I found it again. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, you play that and mm. I'll um, I'll see what else is coming out. I don't know. Maybe this Arc 2 game. Want to play that? Arc 2. I don't know what that is. Hey, why are you stalling? What are you doing? Wrap this up. I'm not stalling. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, all right. Go check Thank out you, new, everyone, for listening this sickest, week. We'll be I, I back. Just, I just crunched out a, a sick new Dali for the Discord. Oh, okay. Did you? Yeah. Oh, we'll, leave, we'll leave people that. Go check out our Discord page. Yep. Otherwise, uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.